Welcome to our Halloween side quest. Two quick notes. We will be back with a regular episode next week. And also, there was some audio interference on my track, but I believe it is mostly cleaned up. If you hear anything, I apologize. Happy Halloween. So Jordan is not here today, so unfortunately we can't bring you a real canon episode, but we're going to do another side quest. Catching up on last time, the Priory sent out some of these people. They went to the swamp and ended up... Malphius Drake died, but Emeril survived and was able to make his way back. Vox was able to get the head of the person he needed and bring him back. So they met up eventually and completed the quest, and now they're going to be sent out on another quest. It is Emeril, Vox, and a new party member that Sarah will be playing that hopefully will live longer. But if she doesn't, not the end of the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So everyone, tell me just quickly your character, what they look like, who they are. That is all. That's how we're introducing ourselves. <laughs> Do you think I know? Okay, oh, I'm okay. Alex. I'll be your DM. I'm playing everybody. Hi, my name's Jason. I'm playing Voxel, the um, high elf necromancer. Uh, he's got white hair, silver eyes, pale skin, and he's uh, kind of oblivious to uh, common and its um, intricacies. So he's book smart and definitely not street smart. Great job. These guys are all now level four, by the way. I leveled them up because why not? We don't do this very often. Well, let me go because then Alex can tell me what my character looks like because I don't remember even okay. in the slightest. I don't know. He had blonde you hair. You told me. Because oh, he was wearing a UK shirt. Blonde hair. <gasps> no, yeah. no, that wasn't this one, was it? Yes, yeah. it was. He was wearing a UK shirt. He had blonde hair because we yep. all had yep. blonde yep. hair. But he got his... torn. Yep. We went he probably down to Gainesville. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Hi, everyone. This is Adam. I'm playing Emerald the Monk. Let's see. I apparently have blonde hair and I have a UK. Well, it's totally not a UK. It's just a blue shirt with a uh, wildcat on the front of it. It was at one point ripped, but obviously I got that fixed because that shit's expensive. Oh, fuck, I use mending on that. <laughs> For sure. We get to meet Sarah's new character. Now comes the 20-minute, this is an absurdly weird name, and here's my whole yes, story. Yes, it is a weird name. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Um, Bodak Yellow or something? I'm, <laughs> no. I'm Lizzo? Sarah. I am playing a madness cleric, a uh, gray dwarf. By the name of Beckadet, last name. She named herself. Beckadet is the sound noises make inside of her head when she's thinking and they're rattling around inside. And uh, last name was just what was already in the spot on the form she was filling out. And since she didn't already have one, she just said, good enough. Four foot, one inch, bald, black eyes, ashy, dry uh, skin. Moisturized, Jesus. Female probably 26 ish she's not quite sure because she crazy that's yeah cool okay we're just gonna do like a quick scene you're meeting with your contact from the priory who is giving you don't 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 we need to like be like hi this is the rule of cool side quest or something hi this is the rule of cool side quest we're starting out in an unnamed city in an unnamed building underground unnamed organization 
with an, undes- an indescri- undescript location. Indescript? Oh, my God. Indescript. Nondescript. 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 That's it. Jesus. In a nondescript location, <laughs> working for a no-name organization that is known as the Priory. That's not its real name. So, you're meeting with your sponsor from the Priory, and he is... We are inside of just a square room with one table. There are no chairs. You're invited inside by the uh, large henchman who stands outside and he just says, Welcome, friends. I have another task for you. Is this the time I plop the head down or? Oh, no, you've already done that. You've already turned in the head and he says, Oh, our friend Voxel has already chosen amongst the ones I've given him. He's a good boy. We like him. Emerald, we could see some improvement. And Beckadet, Vox? requested you personally but i'm not really sure why and then he gives you a slip of paper with your request on it but you're speaking to the three of us right yes at all at once yeah you all three are coming yes he said directly to you you could do better Hmm. okay because you left without the head Mm -hmm. all right (laughs) so you get this piece of paper and all it has on it is a location and what you're looking for, Vox is already aware of most of this information, but the rest of you, you get to find out that you are looking for an extremely valuable book. It's called The Undying Tome, and it is said to be kept in a cemetery inside the crypt of the King Zedimore. Just because it says undying, I, I still get to kill things, right? Or there are dying things, things to be dying. Yes. Yes. I, I hope so. Good. Can I please not come on this? I don't like either of these two. Can I choose the other one? You are given the tasks I give you. There are no other choices. You owe us. This is your job. Then I'll I'll underperform again. Cool. Thanks. Bye. Adam just nopes the fuck out like, go ahead, reroll a new character. (laughs) Emerald, this is serious. If you underperform again, we may have to take something you love. I'm also being serious. I don't like to be around either of them. Have you heard their voice? I have. It's quite jarring. And I have to travel with them. Yes, I'm very happy I do not. We will not be meeting again in person. Lucky you. (laughs) Do you have any questions? Do you need any more information? Uh, we should probably know a little bit more other than we're looking for a book. Like, I know that that's our thing in, a graveyard. in the main yard. <laughs> Hold on, no, he told us in a graveyard, and it was something, there was a person's name you said. I couldn't, I don't have that oh, written down. the King Zedimore, and it's in his crypt, from what we've been told by our man on the ground. You you know him. Do you know Egon? No. You do. Uh, you know I everybody should... who works for this organization, basically. Oh, we all do? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, Egon? Yes. He doesn't have an annoying voice. It's great. I love talking to him. Sure. I actually think quite the opposite. But you'll find out later if you meet him down at the crypt. He should still be there, I believe. Anyway, tally forth. Tally forth. Tally forth to you too. Yes, sirree. Uh, so how far is King Zedimore's crypt? Doesn't matter. We're skipping that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think that we, you were going to make us walk, like, you know, the two or three hours. I just wanted to know, like, how far are we traveling? Like, what time of day is it? All right. We skip ahead. You have arrived at the crypt. <laughs> just just some, uh, one of those, like, uh, smash cuts. Meanwhile. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, movies just have scenes like that. They do something, then they're at the bar. Like, you don't yeah. have to do the in-between. 
I figured that like, we would do some kind of like West Wing stuff where as we're walking, we're talking about the plot and it gets us to where we need to be. Walk and talk nope. walk and talk and walk What's and the and sunlight and situation, Alex? Are we there yet? So you show up at the cemetery. It is daytime, <laughs> but the crypt is inside of a mausoleum. So cool. you get okay. to the cemetery. It's a very ancient cemetery. There's a crypt inside of an old graveyard. You know this to be the crypt of King Zedimore. He is the king that was two previous to the current king. And you're going to go inside. This is still in Biscayne Provincery, but it's very far away from the swamp. Uh, I have one question for you two. What? Yeah, How in the actual fuck did I get here? Does anybody remember? I sure as hell don't know. Uh, we walked to the north side in the Biscayne Provincery. <laughs> I don't remember any of that. Hey, bird, 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 bird of dirt. Back in it. Bird, bird of dirt. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. You're a little crazy. Am I going crazy? I'm so confused. What has happened? Well, um, I don't think you're going crazy. I think you're just a fun, fun fella. As she's not really necessarily paying attention, she's going to like take a strip of white cloth and wrap it around your guys' hands to cast aid on the three of us. As we're okay. gonna, she's like, just a, just a small, small precaution. Just a tiny bit of fun. Just a cool. wrap it up, wrap it up here, wrap it up here, wrap it up here. And, uh, poof. Wait, are you saying wrap it up or wrap it up? Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Yep. That, thanks. Clears mud. Um, each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for eight hours. Okay. Feeling emboldened by the aid you've been giving by Bekadek, you go in through the two large gates to the mausoleum, which is adorned with marble columns. You go through the gates to the mausoleum, and inside is a crypt. There are six different coffins that are made out of stone, and each of them has an inscription above it. And you see that one of them is clearly a jar, and above it, it says King Zedimore. It's just like tilted off to the side, the lid is. Gotcha. What do the others say? There are five other kings. If it's just five other kings, that's, yeah. Yeah, this is their family crypt. It's not like King Zedimore and his five trusted best friends who have sworn to protect him. Oh, no, it is not. Cool. Where is Egon? He's supposed to be here. What in the actual heck? Sorry, you the, actual, the actual heck just really... <laughs> What hecking? Are you are you hecking making fun of me? <laughs> no, I just I wasn't expecting it. I'm sorry, that's not a character. This is just me. <laughs> what the frick, guys? <laughs> hey, he's gonna go to he double hockey stick. Like that's what I'm <laughs> imagining. What the heck? I'm sorry. He, I mean, he said Egon should be here. Um, but he did say that we'd have to go into the crypt. So I mean. Let, we could go in through this, and I'm, I'm going to need some help to move this. Uh... Wait, is this not the crypt? No, I'm inside. Aren't we inside the mausoleum? My man, look inside. Look, it's clearly a passageway to go through. Oh, was it? <laughs> was it, Alex? I don't remember what I said, but it, yes, the no, intent just... was it was inside uh... of King Zedimore's tomb itself. Egon, I said he might be there still. Oh, not that he I would thought, be. see, I guess I'd. Just didn't listen well enough. I was writing notes. It's all good. I thought it was six, like, coffins were around the room, and just the one coffin's lid was ajar. That's pretty much it. Like, it's a tomb, like a stone coffin that's, like, six feet tall, 
and the stone lid is tilted off at like a 30 degree angle from where it should be. And you can see that there appears to be some sort of passage down. Is it open enough to get through or do we need to open it more? You just need to push it to open it more. It looks like it's been like hastily covered up, but not very well. I would like to push it to open it more. Okay, go ahead and make a strength check. Is anyone going to help or is she doing this alone? No, I'll I'll help. help. Uh Uh-oh. Teamwork makes the dream work. Wow, that was a two and a five, so a seven. A seven? It's glued shut. All right, well, guess what? It's time for Vox to do his thing. Uh, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll, I'll loosen this up. All objects... Take thunder damage or push 10 feet away. I'm going to assume that you all would back away while I'm doing this because you can see me like conjuring up this thunder wave before I'm about to slap Becca my hands. Becca wouldn't I don't unless know if you warn her to. Yeah, I don't know if Purple Derp would. <laughs> okay. Uh, Yeah, so I'm going to cast okay. thunder wave. It's a 15 foot cube. I assume you can put the cube where you want, so we're going to have it not hit Becca Dett. But Becca Dett- Last she was, was at the opening trying to open it. That's very true. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah. unless... Make a like, constitution yeah. saving throw, I believe. Uh, Yes, it is a constitution saving throw. And roll damage. 2d8. Can can we say that my help was just encouraging words from afar? Because clearly yes. with a 7, it was not much. That's a 22. It was just like, yeah, you've totally got it. Good job. <laughs> well, I'm All sure right. that succeeds. All right. Rolling the thunder wave damage. That's a uh, 14. Damn. So yes. is it halved on a save? Uh, yes. And and you're not pushed away. But all of these different uh, coffins are just exploded. You destroy this ancient <laughs> family tomb. Hey, Shit just goes everywhere. Question. Part of the wall falls down. Oh. Sunlight comes in and hits Bekadek right in the eye. Woo, it tickles. The other five tombs that are all just blown apart. You see corpses falling everywhere, bones scattering, and these are the f- former kings of this. Oh my god! Province. It's Vox's so. dream. <laughs> yeah. I am. I ma- like wide-eyed, mouth open. I'm like a kid in a candy store right now. I I like don't even pay attention to the sarcophagus. I probably just nuked, and I'm just like seeing all these bodies like falling over, and I'm just like wa- slowly walking over, and like. They're Take bones. examples. <laughs> so Zedimor's coffin is completely destroyed. There is now just a gaping hole that you see leads down into what appears to be catacombs. Mm-hmm. I feel like Vox would be equally interested in catacombs. Oh, I am. I'm just grabbing a quick sample from uh, one of these uh, kings, these former kings, and uh, I am going down. Hey. Ooh, it's a bone, <laughs> bone at Nanza in here. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Vox, Vox, quit, quit crumbing, and and let's go down into these, uh, into these catacombs, okay? Yeah, I wonder what else is down there. Let's go. You all descend down some stone stairs, about twenty feet down into a chamber, which is circular, and it is made out of a beige-looking stone. There are indented shelves in all of the the walls of the round room, full of humanoid skulls. And they're all facing inward looking at you. Are the stairs in the middle or are they like along one side of the walls? One side. Okay. So the room smells sickly sweet yet feels ancient. The air is thick and warm. 
Down in the chamber, the walls feel like they are contracting and expanding slowly. They look like solid stone, but at the same time, they appear supple. And when your torch flickers just right, they almost appear to be made of some organic tissue. Hmm, homie. So when you look around, like I said, the walls just kind of feel like they're almost breathing. Yeah. I'm going to meander over to the skulls and take one. Okay. So you grab a skull. Can you roll a d10 for me? (laughs) I will roll a d10 for you. That is a seven, my friend. So as you grab the skull, from inside of the mouth of the skull, a single slug comes out. It starts crawling down your hand slowly, and as you're watching it, it makes a quick incision in your wrist and goes inside of your body. Okay. And you can see it moving on the inside of your skin. Can you make a wisdom saving throw? Yes, I will. Uh, Let's see. D20. Wisdom saving throw. Oh, that's a 15. Okay. You look down and you're like examining your arm, but now you don't see anything moving under your skin anymore. And I've got a skull in my backpack. (laughs) Yes. There still are hundreds of skulls stacked on top of each other in these indented shelves just staring at you. Uh, Vox, what just, um, <clears throat> what just happened there? Uh, I got a skull. I put it, I hold it up and I put it in my, in my bag <laughs> and I put my bag, bag back on my back and I'm examining this, in, this incision where the, the slug went in. Well, well, what, what you looking at now? Oh, I, I cut myself, um, while I was grabbing the skull. I'm going to assume that I didn't quite know it. Like maybe i my my thinking is that the the way that the torch is flickering and everything, uh, it could have been anything. It was just probably just a weird shadow. So, yeah, seems about seems right. You're a terrible player. I <laughs> we need to know this information. <laughs> but thanks. You're welcome. We're all going to die, and it's all your fault. It's the throwing character. Big <laughs> <laughs> just breathing along with the walls. Oh, that's creepy. I can sort of imagine it. <laughs> trying to, just trying to match just... the pace. So while you're <laughs> sitting here breathing with the walls, you hear a faint sound of whispering coming from the door. There's only one door to this room and it is shut. It's a wooden door with like one of those metal circular handles. And you hear whispering coming from the other side. I walk up to the door and I say, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I uh, didn't, didn't quite catch that. What'd you say? You continue to hear whispering. Oh, she's saying. I'm, I'm talking to the door that's whispering at me. Yeah, it does not answer you specifically. It continues whispering as All far right. as you know. Keep your secrets. Keep your secrets, guys. The door has a secret. Um, why are we here again? Uh, duh, we have to get a book. A book. Why? <laughs> have you seen this room? Yeah, it looks it's really like cool. It is breathing. Yeah. Why are we here? Why are we going to go in further? This seems stupid. Well, there's nothing to kill in here. And I really uh, want to kill something. Okay, so. well, what about, let's, let like, genius level idea here. Let's go back up. Back up these stairs. And then, like, we can start a fight club. And you and Fox can fight to the death. I don't know. Let's. Ah. What about that? Well, they told me the la- the last group that I was in, they told me that um I was only supposed to kill the things that uh they told me to kill and that um if I if I if I got itchy again, I wasn't supposed to take it out on the people I was with. Um I was supposed to tell 
tell tell the leader and they they'd get me something I was allowed to kill. So I'm okay. I was I was specifically told I wasn't supposed to, you guys were friends that so, weren't okay. supposed to die. Several questions here. Did yeah. you murder your other group? No. Can I believe you? <laughs> Inside check. <laughs> you just talked to the door. Yeah, the door's whispering at me. No, it's not. It's a door. To each his own. To each his own, I guess. He's not going to hear it because he's too busy trying to talk to us. Like, he's like, hey, you grabbed a skull. What's going on with that? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's freaking out. Yeah, yeah. Boxer, can can you hear the door? Okay. Here, put put your Here. ear up to the door. See if you can hear it. Here's what I think's gonna happen. I'm gonna head back up these stairs, and you all can go further if you want. Remember, <laughs> I did say that the Priory has something on you, and if you fail again, we'll take something you love from you. That's fine. I'll go kill myself. I'm not gonna let it become one of the folks down here. <laughs> uh, fucking him out. I'm done. Em- Emerald will just go, bam, and stab himself. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, so, so you're afraid of dying. Is that is that I mean, it? You're afraid. I'm, you're af- I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of dying in a for a stupid reason. Well, well then have, don't die. Like yeah. this this makes no sense. We're, look, he, they trusted us to come get this book from Egon. It clearly he's not here. Oh, okay, he went a little bit deeper. Like he probably he probably heard something or thought that how, there was something in here. How could he go in any deeper? I bet that door's locked. Look, okay, watch this. I'm gonna walk up to the door and open it. All right, you successfully opened the door, which is not locked. See? Hmm. Emerald, like, it, it's just a door. Why are you freaking out? As you're standing there saying that, a rusty scythe swings down from the ceiling uh, <laughs> at the doorway. <laughs> Can you make a dexterity saving throw? Can I? Yes. Will I? Maybe not. Oh, that's a seven. Okay, the scythe successfully cleaves you in twain. No, you take eight damage, though. Oof. So the scythe sticks into your chest on the right side, like just above your lungs, but below your collarbone. Okay. And as it does this, it snaps off of the rope that is holding it and falls to the ground and kind of like tears out and rips some of your skin and like falls yeah. onto the ground and clatters on the ground. Yeah, but guess what? We got That's a scythe. mine now. <laughs> now he's got a scythe. Yeah, you do. Now he's got a rusty scythe at that. Yeah. Yes, you want, and you do you feel slightly infected. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Um, that did hurt um, for anyone that um, that's curious. Um, but you know, it's probably because Egon was worried that someone was gonna follow him into the crypt. I wish we could have sent him like a text message through our like. Uh, <laughs> Was the 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 sto- the speech stones whatever? Really wish yeah. we could have sent him a heads up that we we're coming to like disarm all these booby traps, but. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's just this way. I mean, the door was unlocked. So you look into the door, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, we'll say all of you are in the doorway, or at least looking into it. Before I walk through, can I just walk up, congratulate Voxel, and cast resistance on him? Yes. Good job, boy. Here, uh, and in in case another scythe comes at you, uh, matching set, uh, have a a little luck. What's resistance do? Um, Resistance... Cantrip, you touch one willing creature once before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one saving throw of its choice. It can roll the die before or after making the saving throw, then the spell ends. 
Cool. All right, I'm just. This adding is really weird to be playing with a cleric who likes to use their spells. <laughs> it is strange. <laughs> what is this cleric spell thing you're talking about? Yeah. What is? This yeah, I've never even? heard of any of these spells so far. <laughs> They're not told to the fair, dead. Not one of to them. To be fair, I don't have any of these spells. Yeah. So inside of this room, you all at least glance inside. You see a large chamber lit by two braziers along the back wall. The room is wide and has an arch ceiling. In between the two braziers is an altar to some forgotten deity. On the altar, there is a large marble statue that has had its head broken off. To the right of each brazier are circular raised openings that look similar to the entrance to a well. The flickering shadows given off by the braziers appear to have lives of their own. They stretch up and down the wall, making movements that look intentional. And when you look away, their undulations stop. You see a man sitting on the ground next to the altar. He's holding his knees and muttering to himself. He has dark hair and seems to be rocking back and forth like he's in shock. Um, does this look like Egon? Yes. Hey! Ugh. So there's like two braziers back middle like field goal posts. Okay. Between them is a door that I forgot to mention. Hmm. Where's the statue with no head at again? On top of the altar. Oh, okay. It's on the altar. Yes. Now, it's another one that I'm not allowed to kill. This this is decidedly not a lot of killing for me. I swear, I think you two, I have to come with you. You two are going to die if I don't. I could have detected that trap, you dummies. You're the one that said we can't go through the door. Like, just it, just check the door. That didn't mean you had to open the door. Maybe the door was trying to tell me about the trap, but I couldn't understand it and you wouldn't listen to it. What? Then get your crazy on more. I don't know. Figure it out. That, that is a good point. It, I, cu- I could have. Yep. Come on, Cowboy Bebop. Figure it out. Yep. <laughs> that, that, is, that is good feedback. I do need to focus more on focusing less. Yes. <laughs> hey, God. You just He's still just kind of like rocking back and forth. I'm going to walk up to him. And okay. kneel down and put my arm over his shoulder. Okay. He looks up at you. Uh-oh. And I would say, hey, um, we're here for that book. Uh, do you have it? Oh, yes, the book. I do have the No, I don't have the book. I want the book. I'm finding the book. Where's the book? Oh, hold on. Hold on. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to turn around. Hey, we're, we're supposed to. We were looking for the book, right? Yes. They, they, said, they said that you would have the book. No, I don't have the book. The book is here. It's down. It's here. I know it's here. I'm going to find the book. Well, fantastic. Take us there. Yeah. Why? Like, you're not going to find it if you just keep sitting here. Come on, man. (laughs) You're right. Oh, my God. We have to find the book. Oh, my God. The book. And you sort of see, like, one of his cheeks, like, the cheekbone seems to, like, grow in size and then shrink back to normal. Like, his face swells up to twice the size and then back to normal size. Did anybody just see that? I mean, I'm no doctor, and I've done like a lot of like research on like the human body, or well, humanoid body, and uh, I haven't run across that. Are you okay, Egon? Oh, I'd, I'd be better if I had the book. We just need to find the book. Beeple Dop, did you see that? <laughs> ah, I, was, I was busy looking at this fire stuff. It's pretty. I want my fire okay, to be. So cool. I want my fire like that. You didn't see it. Awesome. Uh, what do you see? 
I don't know, just, you know, like his face kind of swelled, but then went back, back down. But it also didn't really look like swelling. Well, I don't really know. I feel like know, I'm crazy, like you. Yeah, you, you eat enough ramen one night, you swell up a little bit, you know, don't don't judge people but, just because but they don't have a healthy diet. But spontaneous swelling and then the, like, the swelling? Hey, there's not a lot of light down here, so, I don't know. You're, yeah, I the flames saw... are doing weird things. Yeah. Are, are you both new? Do you? Uh, I mean, really, <laughs> Emerald? This I know is, there's not a lot of light, but really, this is not our first mission. I'm aware. Have you ever, in your entire life, seen fire, flickering fire, do that to someone's face or make the walls look like they're breathing? No, that's a, no, that's you a good haven't, point. because that's a good that point. doesn't exist. The fire unless you're is in weird. really creepy fucking places. Can I cut? Can I throw a sacred flame into one of the fires? Uh yes, uh it doesn't. You don't throw it right. It like comes down or some shit. It's uh, isn't sacred flame the thing that's not an actual fire? It's a yeah. cantrip. It's flame light radiant descends on a creature that you can see within range. Yeah, brazier can be a creature for now. Must it's fine. make a deck saving throw. It fails. <laughs> <laughs> Takes a d8 radiant damage. It does not, but. So you do this and the fire just gets brighter. Six radiant. Yeah, I'd be like. And it gets brighter and bigger and bigger, and then it swells or then it um recedes back to its regular size, but it does hasn't stopped its strange shadows. It, it so his face did that? It got bigger, bigger, no. bigger, and then back small? Well, yeah, I guess, technically. Huh. So things in this room get bigger, 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 back small. Alright, can everyone make a perception check really quickly? Yes, I can. Oh, perception yeah. is wisdom. <laughs> means i make this a disadvantage 23 oh, wow. oh. oh no 22 Six. okay uh both vox and emerald you hear a dripping sound coming from above you like you hear something dripping that's coming from above and then landing on the ground okay i look up okay you look up and a drop falls directly inside of your eye are you apt fucking kidding me <laughs> do you really think that i would have not felt a drop falling on my head before now things are not as they are like should be not normal right okay so you look up the drip goes in your eye you blink you blink again but you can still feel it in there and you're fine nothing happens for now you can just feel it it feels a little strange what the fuck oh, i hate this place i want to leave please let me leave <laughs> So I guess after a moment, you start to feel something in your eye, at the base of your eye, moving, just wiggling a little bit. There is something wiggling in my eye. Uh, um, I, you are uh, so paranoid. Like, you're, you're freaking out because we're in a crypt. No, You've never been no. in a crypt before? Hey, hey, no, hey, there's I, something I can, in my eye. I can take hey, a look. I can it. take a look. Someone. I can take a look. Can I, can I, can I take a look to, at his eye? Yeah. Yes, literally anyone. Like, can I do a medicine check on his eye? Yes. Which is still wisdom, so it's disadvantage, but I'm proficient in it. So so at disadvantage, as a 12. A 12? Okay. You don't see anything wrong with his eye. You're, you're Alex, fine, dude. No, just, there's when, something wrong. Okay, when we get back, you should probably just eat some bananas or something. You're probably having like a, a muscle spasm or something. Yeah, it, no, it's not a muscle spasm. It's the fucking water that fell in my eye. Hey, 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 hey he's well, allowed okay. to have his. He's allowed to have his own truth. We all have our own truths. <laughs> Let me speak my truth. <laughs> if you feel does your 
Does your eye make you feel like you can't keep going? Does your does your eye make you feel like you gotta you gotta run back? Yes, I wanted to leave forever ago. <laughs> but then you people almost died, and I felt like I had to come. And now that was a mistake. I, oh, I give I- him a hug and pat him uh, supportively on the back, and I go, "I, I know, buddy. I know. World's world's a world's a scary, confusing place." I mean, I didn't almost die. I only got hit by a rusty scythe in the in the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got I got hit by you, so I'm doing okay with this crypt. Uh, Wait, when Emma, when did you hit her? What? I didn't hit anyone. She what well, she just said you hit her. Did no, you know no, while no, my back the, was turned around? The thunder boom. Oh. The, you hit her, you idiot. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, the the, the tickly anyway, noise. The tickly noise. Can I please I'm looking in my, my back my pack and I'm pulling out some like clothes. Uh-huh. Some of like my common clothes that I have, and I'm totally gonna like put it over my head and try my best to like keep drips from falling down from the sky again. You don't hear any more drips. That's fine. I'm gonna do it anyway. Yes, you have done that. That is um, so. I've smart. got like a shirt wrapped around my head. Okay. okay. So apparently, I don't know how to do it. Can you open this door for me? I'm gonna gesture towards the door. Behind, I don't know. Can the altar. I? I can't see. Let's the sky's whatever the hell it. at once. But you guys don't think anything's wrong. Well, then we can have Egon do it, because I like Voxel, sure. and I know Voxel, and I met you, and I like you, and I don't really know Egon that well, so Egon can open the door. I'm fine with that plane. Egon, go get the book. The th- oh, the the book? Yeah, yeah, we gotta totally get the book. The The door's locked. Try. I tried it. It's locked. I can't go again. It's locked. Oh, sweet Jesus. All right. What do I need to roll to check for traps? <laughs> um, Intelligence. Or, I mean, Investigation. Can we do, I mean, literally anything else? Perception. <laughs> Fine. I, while you're doing that. You can that, literally look for traps. Can I Can I drop resistance on Voxel and say, mm, I think you need my help and cast guidance on Emerald. You could also just give him the help action, too, if you want. And oh, then okay. you can keep resistance up. Yeah, I'll keep resistance up I mean, then. And I'll, I'll just give you the help action. I'll just stand I, next to you and be like, it's okay, buddy. Just I can keep do patting you on the shoulder. It's fine. It's just well, a you've plus advantage. zero. Yeah. Right, it's just it's plus zero. Huh, that's odd. Both of my dice rolled the same number. Hmm. At least it's an 18, I'll take Ooh. it. Ooh, 18, you crush it, and it appears to be a door that does not have any mechanisms that you can find. You just see a locked door. It's, again, a wooden door with, like, a, just a keyhole and a ring to open it, but... It, you don't see anything that looks scary. There doesn't appear to be anything magical. You seem pretty confident. I, okay. Can I whisper nonsense to the door? <laughs> yes. To see if it whispers back? Go ahead. <clears throat> does it whisper back? It does not whisper back. <laughs> this one doesn't whisper, guys. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's weapons. All right. Well, I don't want anyone to trip over this, so I'm, I pick up the, the head from the statue. And I guess, let me put it back up here, and I set it on top of the statue where it's supposed to be. Yeah, okay, as you pick up the statue, as soon as you touch it, roll a d10 for me again. <laughs> I was, well, I was picking up the, the head of the statue, if that changes anything. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't, but go ahead. Cause, yeah, because I remember you, you describing that the head was broken off of it, so it's, all right. You will successfully put the head back on, though. Yeah, rolling a d10. Yeah. That is a nine. Seven slugs come out this time and go into your body. <laughs> You are you put the head on top of the statue, and as soon as you do this, you like out of the corner of your eye, you see Emerald 
you see him like poking at his eye, you know, he's got something in his eye and you just see he's like, he uses the bottom of his thumb to just like push deeper and deeper in under his eye and then reach with the two fingers and take the eye out of his head. Now, okay, uh, I'm super intrigued now. Uh, or, <laughs> sorry, Voxel is super intrigued now. Um, do I finish putting the head on the you statue? You have successfully put okay. the head on. Because I would have after. dropped that fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> Emerald, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? I'm gonna like, uh, Emerald, you you have not done this, right? I'm I'm investigating this door. Yeah, I mean, when I said that we needed to take a closer look at the door, I didn't mean like literally. But are, are you in pain? He drops the eye and it starts hanging by the optic nerve and like waggling back and forth. I mean, my eye bothers me a little bit. Yeah, like, what do you see out of your eye? It's so I'm just like staring at him, like. This is so cool. What do you mean? I see fine. Everything yeah, I, I would normally. I mean, I know that your eye was bothering you, but this can't be any better. It still is bothering me. And I, like make this gesture like around like I'm uh in, in on my face around my eye like like that that doesn't hurt. It it doesn't feel weird? I told you it's felt weird since it, the like are you seeing anything differently? Like what what is going on? I'm like taking out my notebook and like furiously scribbling things down. What? Vox, you can make a wisdom save. You've had enough uh, chances. <laughs> I, I really like this. Vox is like so so. Or an uh, intelligence in save. Sorry. Intelligence save. Well, that's good. Oh, you no, can add the d four if you want. Oh, I can. So how yeah, how does resistance work or whatever? So once until so one time you can add a d four before or after you roll. Okay, I'm going to add it after I roll. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I rolled just yet. Hell yeah. You already told me. A 14 total. Oh, okay. You are looking at it, and then uh, you like look down to write something, and you look back up, and he just looks totally normal again. Did you did you put your eye back in? My, my <laughs> eye? What? Okay. As far I, as I know, my eye has never been out. Okay, I'm so, just gonna like relight my torch. I think it's a little dim, so I'm gonna go to the brazier and uh, relight my torch. So at least I'm gonna wait till it's at least a little bit brighter on my torch. Emerald, Th you do still feel something in your eye, though. Oh no! Right, yeah. Thanks, Alex. I'm aware. <laughs> I'm gonna lose my eye. I get it, or maybe my entire brain. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, so you it's light just your a torch brain again. Amoeba. It's no big deal. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, okay, so I can't be I can't be put to sleep. I, it's fine. So I didn't see anything weird with his eye. No, but yeah. as you are all standing there, like you relight your torch, you hear somebody from behind you just say, "Thank you. You have stopped my suffering." I and heard I just you, her. Everyone heard us? that. Do you turn what around? I am imagining. Yeah, I spin it in. What the fudging fart was that? And you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Holy shnikes! I mean, I've cursed, so I just, I just I felt know, like I saying know. like that. It just, it catches me off guard every time. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you hear this voice. You turn around and you see a really thin man standing behind, or like on the other side of the altar from you, because you're closer to the door now, and he's just kind of standing there wringing his hands together and he's clearly ethereal like you can see through him god and he just says no my child i am not your god <sighs> okay worth Wait, a shot that's your dad 
Huh? Dad? No, I don't think that's my dad. It, you, a ghost for the first time ever is just stunned into silence, just mouth agape. Because my my dad my dad my dad was a was a was a was a dwarf as well, uh, shorter than this guy, bigger than this guy, dwarfier than this guy, bald. You had two dads. Yeah, but they were both dwarf dads, so like, still not this guy. I don't think. So the ghost walks up to you, Vox, and says, thank you for making me whole. Uh, You are, you have helped me a great deal. Ask one boon from me. Mm. Hug. Oh, um, (laughs) wait. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. I want to make sure I understand this request. Okay. I... Vox. I need you. We need your help finding this book. No, 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 no. Vox, 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 Vox. That's the wrong. That's the wrong quest. Ask no, no. I'm sure that the quest that we're eye. we're t- we're on the quest to find this book. No, we're- I need this shit out of my eye. Whatever this is, tell him. To make him. Make him stop. Make it stop. Do it. Vox is Vox is like. Can you help us and and our friend Egon find this book? No, Vox. It's not. That's not what we want. <laughs> Dude, 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 there's this thing in my eye. Can you please, 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 please get it out? Please, that's what we want. That's what all of us want. I thank you as well, sir, but you are not the one who put my head back on. I can so, knock it off and put it back on if that'll help. It, I would very much not like you to do that. But but I put it back on. Like, that's what I'm saying. I'll knock it off, put it back on. Hey, Would hey, you hey. like me to take off your head and put it back on? Is it I the don't same? Know what is, what's in my eye? I don't Beckedick. know. It rods and cones. Begadek walks up to Emerald and just goes, "It's okay, man. It's okay." Because I felt my last concentration spell drop because he used it. I walk up and I'll be like, "Dude, you got this. You don't need anybody but yourself. You got this." And I cast resistance on Emerald. Now that you got this and you got me, Foxel can ask what he wants because his 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 ghost friend. Is, is his, and we gotta we gotta respect that, okay? So, what do you want from the ghost, Jason? I need to this reiterated. So, Vox wants help. Like he, he's very much a like literal person. They are here to find the book, and he's like, "Hey, how can I help you? Help us find the book." Okay, I will lend you my hand, and he just takes off his hand, which floats ethereally, and points you in the direction of the book. Yay! Uh, and then he nods to you and disappears. I'm going to say namaste to him too. And then he well, he disappears. So the book or the hand points directly at the door and then goes up and pulls the handle and opens the door. Emerald at this point is probably like near tears. And I'm just like <laughs> closing my eyes. Just like, I'm going to fucking die here. I'm going to die here in the dumbest possible way. I just know it. We Listen, just added you, a fifth party member. If oh you stop God. messing with your eye, it won't get infected. So we can we can have whatever like infections going on removed at a, at a temple or whatever. But the more you touch it, the more the worse it's going to get. I know it itches, but it's yeah, healing. You get it on one hand, you transfer it to the other eye. It's just a whole thing, dude. Now <laughs> I'm in a party with dumb and crazy in a fucking ghost hand. Oh my God! And now just suck it up, crazy. take a deep breath, follow the ghost hand. Sorry, ghost hand, carry uh, on. 
So the ghost hand opens the door all the way for you and you see into the room that follows. It is dark and there are stairs that go down. That's as much as you know at the moment. Cool. Hey, Egon, let's let's go. They said the book's this way. Oh, yes. Oh, the book. Oh, my God. You got the door open. The book, the book, the book. And he follows. Cool. Oh, he uh, actually leads. He like he like squat runs where he looks like he like he's scrunched down. Yeah, like duck walks as fast as he can in there. <laughs> And starts going down the stairs. Okay, I'm f- I'm following, completely oblivious to everything. There are no lights on, and he just continues going in. I gesture after you to the hand. But, um, Voxel, you have a torch, correct? Yeah, I have a torch. Okay, so you are lighting up the room, and you see that the stairs go down about 20 feet into a square room that's about 25 feet by 25 feet wide we'll say like eight meters by eight meters you assholes from other countries hey we're the assholes that refuse to get off the imperial system i'm aware the entire square bottom of this room is just full of corpses the bodies are piled thick they are stacked on top of each other there is no way to cross this room without stepping on corpses or flying or something the corpses are not skeletons but they have like uh, dried out muscle tissue and stuff on them. Like they're old, but they are yes. not skeletons. Yes. Can can I ask? So wait, what's on the other side of the room? Is there like there's a door there... on the other side with a <clears throat> gold round uh thing that's glinting in the light on in front of like attached to the front of is, the door. Is like the threshold of the door clear of bodies? No, there are just bodies from the moment you get to the bottom of the stairs. Okay. Hmm. So, like, hold on, just, you know, there's no way that I could do some, like, flippy-dip shit and, like, go fl- flippity-flop all the way across the room and without touching a body ever? No, not really, unless you, like, were able to climb on walls. I mean, I could try to run across, like, around the room. <laughs> you you could give it a shot. Right, but that's why I asked, like, if the... If the like the threshold of the door had any bodies because even if i get to the door I, if i touch the ground i'm going to touch a body you might be able to like the door is like in a hallway opening that's only about six feet wide like the threshold part you might be able to like put a leg up on each side and open the door it is possible i'll give you a shot I, at it what i really <laughs> want to do is like flip try to like run down the stairs flip across the room without touching the ground and then spider in the door <laughs> Like oh, this is spider. But how far can I jump? You can make it if you roll really fucking good. That's it. We're gonna ignore the real rules and we're gonna let you do it because you're a monk. You can do shit. You can like run on water in a couple You're a levels. flip wizard, do it. I can spend a key point to do step of the wind and my du- my jump distance doubles. Oh nice. <laughs> and my yeah. strength score is a twelve. So right. it'd be twenty four, so it'd be like almost good enough definitely okay, good so enough. that's what i want so you do that so you I'm, use your key point what are the other two of you doing while he's sitting there getting ready to jump to leap across the room i am fucking enamored with these dead bodies <laughs> are you gonna so go I, like touch them yeah okay can i please can i please uh touch them first i'll allow Back you cadet, to- you what are you doing i'm uh getting down at eye level not touching them, but trying to see if I can see any of them breathing because I was promised I'd be able to kill things and everything we've encountered so far has been an ally or dead. True. Okay. Uh, and you have 
Egon is also, he's just going to start walking across the bodies. Oh, even better. So So, all this happened before I spent my key point, FYI. uh, Sure. Yeah, yeah. You're examining the bodies. Nothing's happened. You're Sarah making an investigation check to see what's up with these bodies. Investigation. And Vox, you can also make an investigation check to try to find like cool shit. Hell yeah. That's a two. A two? Yes. Uh, That was just a straight roll, too. I have a negative investigation. 25. So, Beckadeck, you think that these are dummies. You're like, these are fake. Vox, these are real dead people. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) They have been here for probably 100 years, but some of them have been here less. It looks like they're not all the exact same age of death, or like decay. And you see that they look like they could still function. Ugh, like they have knowledge. muscles in the right places. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm too low, too low level to have animate dead. Ugh. Guys, okay. can we can we like set a checkpoint here so I can fast travel back here <laughs> in like <laughs> a couple sessions? Well, sure. But, and I I wave my hands around doing no actual magic, but thinking I am. Um, <laughs> Scroll of town portal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Vox does touch the uh, dead bodies and um, Egon touches them, but nothing has happened. So would you like to try your jump? Yes. What am I rolling? Uh, just roll an athletics and then an acrobatics to land it. Just don't fuck up the athletics and you won't touch any of them. All right. Come on, purple dice. I'm going to regret it. I know it. What was that? Hold on. I need a second. What did you roll? A one? Yeah. On your athletics check? Yeah. So you you back up and you try to get a really good sprint going to get a good jump. And on the bottom step, you catch your foot and you just face plant and slide into all of these corpses. (laughs) Just like face first. Your mouth is open and you get some like dead body in it a little bit. And it's just... Now you're buried a little bit inside of the dead bodies. Oh my god, get me out again! Get me out! Dead body swimming pool. <laughs> Why'd you belly flop into the dead body swimming pool? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this place is making me weird. Actually, roll a d10 <sighs> for me, Adam. Oh, we'll see no. what happens. A five? Okay. Do, uh, I said before that you were going to lose a loved one. Do you have a loved one? Emerald probably has a mom that he's really close to. Emerald, you hear your mother's voice calling out to you, just quietly, like, Emerald, Emerald, help me. Emerald, Mommy. please come here. And Mommy. it sounds like it's coming from, like, the right side, the ba- uh, like, the near right corner from where you came in of this room, and you see, like, a crevice in the wall. Mommy, there's all these dead people. How can I get to you? Just climb over them. They're no trouble to you. Come to me. You can make an intelligence saving throw. Wisdom, wisdom. What'd you get? A 16 total. 16. Yeah, you hear this voice and you think, why would my mother, there's no possible way that she is here. And you're like, you mentally overcome the fact that this is a trick. You know that someone is using your mother's voice. You don't know how they know it, but someone is using it. Guys, we need to leave. This book is not that important. Um, yeah, it's part of our mission. We need to get the book. I just ate right, a Egon? fucking. I just ate 
some dead people. I heard my mom's voice. She's not here. Something somehow knows about that. We need to go. Let's go back up to the creepy fucking breathing room and get the hell out of here. You're hearing so, voices? Hold on. Yes. Hold on. What's wrong with that? Listen, I, I don't know if I just don't understand like wood elf like vernacular or whatever, but you just took off at a running sprint, jump and dove into a bunch of dead bodies, and you said you ate some, and you want to leave? Like I didn't hey, intentionally fall into them. I was trying it to It looked jump. a lot like it. <laughs> you know, you could just walk. Diving's a pretty nice thing to call it. That was a belly flop. I might, It might have looked like that, but it was not intentional. I want to go. Can we please go? After we get the book, absolutely. No, no, right now. You see Egon is on the other side of the room already, like messing with the gold thing. Yeah. See, look, he's got the right idea. It's probably just on the other side of this door. Oh, I'm probably. gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna like drop one of the arms I was messing with on the dead body, and then walk over towards Egon. So as you're now all in the bodies, I don't know if Sarah is or not. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll, I'll just follow. <laughs> yeah, I'll follow. Uh, Vox. Vox. Yeah. yeah. So you're all inside of the dead bodies, and you hear a voice, bodiless voice, say, "Do you have no respect for the dead?" God. And then. All of the corpses begin to just sit up. They don't look angry. They don't look like anything. They just vacantly sit up and all look at you. Well, the dead, you know, don't really have souls anymore, especially when they're this old. So uh, I can respect the soul, not the body. I mean, if you want to get into the, you know, the deep uh, theological debate, I can get into with it. Uh, bodiless voice, but, uh, well, you know, there's not really much to be said about respecting a body that no longer has a soul in it, because really, it's just gonna turn back into Earth, and Earth is useful, but, like, should I stop planting things in gardens just because, you know, there's dead past generations that have probably gone into the ground and, like, messed with the ground? You know, it it become... It just becomes okay, a big debate. While all of this is happening, while she's talking, because I can't, like, there's no way to interrupt a, dis- <laughs> a talking with a description. So, <laughs> no, you're she, talking throughout the entire that. next scene I am going to describe, which okay. is you you see a child-like ethereal ghost, once again, come skipping out of nowhere. You don't know where she came from. And she's skipping, holding, like, a sensor, like a perfume sensor that they would use in, like, Catholic church. And there's like smoke coming out of it. And she just skips around in a circle and all of the dead lay back down. And she just goes in a full circle, like concentric circles closer and closer to you. And all of the dead are laying back down. Before like they're all laying down, like I'm going to get close to like, I'm going to like slide up to one and like take a knee, like knee down by it. And I'm like examining it and like poking it. Like how, what is going on here? This is so cool. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm like examining and like, taking notes and whatnot can before, I, try to I guess, spare, the body falls over. Can I try to spare the dying on one of the ones before they lie back down? Yeah, you can do that, sure. Wait, spare the dying? Oh. It looked like it was alive, so I'm gonna see if I can... I gotcha. Right, you're crazy, I forget, yeah. sorry. Yeah. As far as you can tell, they're being put to sleep. Yeah, I just want to cast it. You just touch the body, I guess, and you feel like it seems more calm. Wow. Oh. If it felt like it did something, I'll, since it's a cantrip, I'll just keep walking around touching no, the body. No, in your head, it felt like it did something. Oh, okay. It, <laughs> if well, in, she probably still would. If in my head, it feels like it did something, I'm just going to keep walking around to the bodies, casting Spare the Dying on them. 
Okay, you do that as this girl gets closer and closer to you. You all breathe in this dust, and the two elves cannot be put to sleep. But, Beckadet, do you have less than 29 hit points? No. Ooh, then you are fine. You do not fall asleep. But poor Egon. Oh, Egon is down. Yeah, so Egon (laughs) is just snoozing. You okay. see him like curled uh, up like a little, like thought, a dog. I thought you were gonna kill. Like, oh, you have less than twenty hit points. Oh, you're dead. Instant uh, kill. <laughs> it's dust that'll kill you. You can all roll perception checks. Nineteen. Nine. Vox is hella distracted with a seven. Wow, with disadvantage, I did better. <laughs> what Igor get? Egon, he's asleep. What the hand get? The hand does not have eyes. <laughs> the hand it perceives a nothing. <laughs> Nobody notices anything. What? With a 19? Yeah. 19. Girl. As you are walking over to the other side, you guys are catching up to Egon, who is laying asleep by the door. And you see that he starts like whimpering and he's just like, oh, uh, <laughs> get away. Look, you know, just like freaking out a little bit while he's sleeping. And as you get closer and like the firelight gets closer, you see something recoil that is hovering above him. It's like it's standing on the ground, but like over top of him. And it is this thing. If you can see, can you see my screen? Nope. Nope. Yeah, I can see it now. Yeah, that's a Bodak yellow. That is a Bodak yellow. It is a Bodak, which is a very slender, like melted looking humanoid. Hang on. We, we, we should describe it. Oh, uh, yeah. I was trying to send you guys a picture. Just look up Bodak picture and you can tell me what it looks like. Oh, Cardi B has right. a song called Bodak Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> did you and not I, know that? I even no, referenced I a Bodak Yellow earlier. I didn't know that. Yeah, but don't read what a Bodak can do because it can't do those things. Yeah, it looks like Moss is yelling at me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? No. Um. Hold on, let me, if you can imagine the yip-yips, like the Martians from Sesame Street, imagine if they were tall and spooky and they're covered with a, like, mossy blanket. Like, moss is a really good description of what a Bodak yellow is. It doesn't have to be wearing that blanket. Oh, I know, I know, but now I just imagine it is like, oh, man, it's really cold down here. Yup, 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 yup. Those are supposed (laughs) to be, like, tattered robes, I imagine. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So, uh, why don't you, Vox, make an intelligence check and see if you can figure out what this thing is? You are very learned. Yes, uh, intelligence check. Oh, with my intelligence, it's a 20. You've read about these things before. You're not sure what the name is, but you believe that it's some sort of undead follower of Orcus. Baba Yaga. (laughs) So this must have been like a priest of Orcus at some point, and it is a very evil undead creature okay uh the stories that i've heard um they're not good for us are they no okay curiosity uh is this like undead in nature yes okay is this like any kind of reanimated character like would i with my 20 role would i know that it's like was once human and was yes it definitely was a like priest of orcus that is was human or was humanoid and died and came and back as mutated. Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's just like the evil made it come back as something different. Okay, because like now I'm actually, I don't want to run. I'm very yeah. like 
But when you brought the torch close to it, it recoiled from the torch. Oh, um, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say like, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna like hold my torch like away from us, like kind of like behind me. But like, uh, I'm doing that thing that um, what's his face does? Chris Pratt in Jurassic World, where he's got like the hand up to the Velociraptors. I'm like, yeah. I'm like trying to calm down the the uh, Bodak Yellow. Bodak. It just looks at you. And everybody, let's roll initiative now. Cool. Okay. Before we do anything. What did everyone get? Uh, I've got a nine. Oh, me too. I rolled a one. A nine, a nine, and a one? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 okay. yep, 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 yep. Uh, which one of you two wants to go first? I will I will hold off on my turn, just because I'm more interested in talking to the Bodak. Okay. The Bodak is first which makes sense based on what was going to happen. Uh, Vox, can you make a wisdom saving throw? All right, going to wisdom up in this bitch. Oh, I'm sorry, constitution saving throw. I lied. Uh, that's a total of 15. Uh, you do succeed. All right, so you are fine. Nothing happens to you. Okay. That is just a... Actually, that's a passive effect, so everyone make a constitution saving throw. We'll see you at all now. Uh-oh, that's not great. 13. You're fine. I'm going to be real helpful, guys. I got a four. And Jason, I also wanted you to make a constitution saving throw for an actual thing. So we'll okay. just count it for both then. Okay, that's fine. It's, I mean, I don't know how your constitution would change in a millisecond. Like, right. I'm fine with that. So, Adam, you are going to take 13 damage, psychic damage. Okay. Jason, you succeed on the other wisdom or constitution saving throw as well. And you're going to take 11 damage, necrotic damage. From its gaze. I don't think that I have any kind of resistances to necrotic damage. Like, I know I'm a necromancer, but I'm not quite there yet. Okay, oof. So the two of you, you just look at this thing, and it has that empty face. You feel like you're looking into this empty void, and it crushes your soul, and inside you take damage. Okay. And it's still backing away. Like, it backs up another, like, 10 feet. It's got its hands on the ground. It looks like a scared animal to some degree. It's backing away from the light. Once you move the torch back, I guess it will stop about 10 feet away. 10 feet away from me? From all of you. You're all together because, eh. And it's Emerald's turn. Well, I definitely did not like that. I'm going to, I guess very quickly, decide I'm going to attack this thing and be like, Bon, I need your torch. And I'm going to like take it out of his hand and rush towards him like run towards the Bodak, throw it down on the ground, and then go to attack him. All right, so the torch light is right up on him? Yes. Go ahead and attack with advantage as it like shields its eyes from the torch. Short sword attack. An 18 to hit? Hits. All right. That's eight piercing damage. Mm-hmm. And then with my other hand, so then it'd be, so it's still my plus six to hit, but it's just a 1d4. Correct. Which, okay. All right, all right. That is a 24? Yes. Oh, just that's just one additional damage. Okie doke. So next up is Voxel. And you've been injured by this thing now by looking at it. Yeah. I um, have to. I'm going to. I want to make sure. No, but was I injured by looking at it? Yes. Okay, then I think that I would yes. not be looking at it again when I ended my turn. Sorry. Good idea. Thank you. Yeah, and it's like currently covering up its face and like wincing from the the blows, yeah, isn't it? Just yeah. like covering its eyes with its hand and like trying to pull down its cloak a bit. I am going to uh, fire chromatic orb at it. 
mm-hmm. uh, with fire being the element. So let's see. It's oh, spell attack. I have to roll to hit it first. Does a twenty three hit? <laughs> uh, yes. And okay. anyone who's listening to this, don't look at Bodak stats. I made these up. <laughs> okay, so I hit it uh, 3d8, and it's going to be fire damage. Uh, 8 plus 2 is 10, plus 5 is 15 damage. Damn. So you crush it with 15 damage. just seems to not like fire. It did not do more damage than normal fire in your mind, but it, it does not like fire. Yeah, be- because he was like terrified of my torchlight, I that's why I chose fire. Okay. Uh next up is Beckadet. 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 Uh cast Sacred Flame at it. Okay. Uh, needs to make a deck save. Gets a 12. Yeah, so it makes it. It succeeds with a yes. 12? Yes. Look, yeah, Beckadet's DC is 12. Um, that sucks. Yeah. Then she's <laughs> going to, haha. She's going to bonus action spiritual weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. You get to hit. It's nineteen to hit. Definitely hits. What is your spiritual weapon? So it's just going to be a warhammer. Okay. That looks like my actual warhammer, but it's not super creative. So four force damage. So you see it like flames burst out of the ground right on top of it and it dives out of the way. And then you just see this giant war hammer that looks like a clown hammer come down <laughs> on top of its head. And why would it look like it a just clown puts its hammer? hand up? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so you get hit in the head with a hammer and it's still alive and it is its turn and it looks scared, but it also looks angry. I mean, to be fair, that picture doesn't look like he would ever have a good day. He looks like uh, some someone started mowing their grass at like 7 a.m. and he's waking up and he hasn't even had his coffee yet. It's going to take a swipe at Emerald because Emerald's up on him and Emerald hurt him a lot. It gets a 21 to hit. That'll hit. All right, so you take, holy shit, uh, it's 21 damage. I am barely alive. So you are not dead, but you look extremely hurt as it uh, yeah. slashes across you with black energy. Sweet. That is that. its turn. It is your turn now, Emerald. I mean, as stupid as it is, now I'm really mad. All right, so we're going to go ahead and we'll do uh, a short sword attack. Go for it. Do I still have advantage? Uh, Yeah, the flame's still there. I rolled his attack with disadvantage and he got a 21. A 16. Hits. All right. Seven piercing damage from a short sword. Okay. Flurry of Blows. After taking the attack action, I can make two unarmed attacks as a bone. Okay. So I get two bone. Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. So the first one is a 25 to hit. Hits. Definitely. Right. I know. And so that is three damage. Mm-hmm. And then my second one, 14. Misses. Okay, well, shit. So that's what I do. Okay, so you're still right up on this Bodak. It is now Voxel's turn. What would you like to do, Mr. Voxel? I think I will do... I'll do Witch Bolt. Which Uh, one? Witch Bolt. (laughs) Witch Witch. Uh, W-I-T-C-H Bolt. I know what Witch uh, Bolt is. Which level are you doing it at? uh, I'm just going to do it. I'll do it at level two. Okay. Um, Just because I don't want uh, Adam to die. 
Uh, Seems like a good plan. All right, you yeah. can roll your attack with advantage because the thing is still cowering due to the flames. Rolling with advantage. 15 plus Hits. 6 is 21. Yeah, okay. So that does 1d12. Get to break out my own 2D d12. 12. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because I'm doing it at a second level. Well, the good thing is, like, now that it's hit, I don't have to cast again. Yeah. It's, like, latched on. So there's 10. So 10 damage. What happens? A beam of crackling blue energy lances outward towards a creature formed a sustained arc of lightning between you and the target. Sounds like it sucks. Yep. It doesn't like that. Okay, Beckadette. Beckadette. What you got? Uh, it runs up behind uh, Emerald, says, behind, just me, just me, don't freak out. And I cast Cure Wounds at the first level. That's So that's six HP back for you. And then bonus action and spiritual weapon. Had the creature. Do it. That is 15 to hit. Hits. Yay. Five force damage. You smack it again in the face, and this time now you just see black goo spilling out of its mouth. Just like in a constant stream, it looks very unhappy. I, I stay behind Emerald, making sure that I've just got like my hand on his back from the healing. The Bodak on its turn is going to disengage it's going to like put its hands up and back up really quickly and then try to run to the other side of the room and go back into its crevice it does not actually make it across because the corpses are difficult terrain so it is back over by the crevice on the other side it's quite dark over there but that's all that's happened it is now emerald's turn it is roughly 20 feet away from you i don't know that i necessarily want to like get back up on it so i'm gonna throw one of my darts at it Okay, dart it. If I can do math, I think it's a 23. That hits. Okay. Dart it. Oh, seven piercing damage. You hit it with a dart and you hear it just moan like, and it like almost falls down, puts its hand down on the ground and it's just like standing there heaving a bit, but it seems alive. Well, that's all I do because I can't do my okay. unarmed attack. Vox, what you doing? Did he move too far away from me? No. Oh, with, well, with Witchbolt, I'm about to hit him with another blast. That, that is a three. <laughs> you kill it. Oh, yay! <laughs> How do you kill it? Uh, I, I want it to be comical, actually. I want uh, Voxel to uh, do, like, another, like, pump with, like, his hand, um, like Emperor Palpatine or whatever. But I want the... <laughs> I want the Bodak to, like... Be shocked like with lightning and you can see a skeleton like in and out like um <laughs> like in home alone one yeah. like <laughs> yeah i want that and then it just like it falls over it does like a little skeleton dance as it's being shocked <laughs> like, and then it uh yeah it just falls over and you hear just like a as like it lets out a bodak fart somehow <laughs> there's your comical death <laughs> no it's fart sound, sounds like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> well that's dumb and now let's move on hello everyone this is jason i just want to take a quick break for the podcast to say thanks for listening if you have any questions for the caster about anything in general you can find us on twitter at rule of cool cast or send an email to the rule of cool podcast at gmail.com 
If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by Alex, the editor. Alex is seriously a beast at editing the podcast. He got all this done in about a day or so, so it wouldn't miss an episode release. Oh, and speaking of episode releases, uh, we should be releasing a main story episode next week, uh, provided nothing crazy happens, but fingers crossed. Uh, we haven't missed a week since launching, and we don't plan on it either. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music for this episode is a song that's royalty-free uh, that we found is Halloween-themed. We have the info for that song in the show notes, so you can check out the stuff if you like it. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. So, uh, Emeril is very hurt. The Bodak is dead. There was still a bunch of corpses. Egon is still asleep, but you can wake him up easily. The little girl's still dancing around with her sensor, though. Uh, I think I got it. Yeah, lucky you. It almost got me. Well, here, I'll, I'm going to toss a uh, healing potion to him. I will I will take that happily. What, uh, I guess it's 2d4 plus 2. Woohoo! Plus 6. You could presumably take a short rest as well if you wanted to in this creepy room with the little girl with the sensor and all the corpses, but that's on you. I mean, Vox like is fine with that. I mean, I'd be down for that. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't drink the yeah, potion same. I thought we were going to do that. I mean, you do not know that these corpses will not just all get up and try to kill you at some point, so it's a weird place to do it, but you could do it somewhere if you would like. We could go into Bodak's crevice. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> the face you made was great, just... All right, while he's potioning it up, you are looking at the door that is only about five feet away from you, and you see that it is a wooden double door this time with two little circular knockers, and in the center of it, a large golden, uh, what looks like a wheel. Like there's a center point, and it is a golden wheel with 12 different little symbols on it that look like house crests, not house crests. Well, yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, like family crests. And it appears to have like an arrow pointing at one of them. So you would have to maybe put in the right combination or turn it to the right spot for the door to open. Presumably, it looks like some sort of puzzle. Well, if I'm looking at the, at the door, I will obviously go look at those knockers. <laughs> <laughs> I did not even mean to say that when I said it. I know. <laughs> once Jason was just like, yeah. <laughs> There's this golden wheel thing that looks like you would spin it to point the right house crest at the arrow. Mr. Mr. Hand, uh, can you give us a hand here? Oh, it goes over and starts spinning the wheel and pointing at it. Or like trying to spin the wheel. You know, it's pretty ethereal. Like it doesn't oh. do much. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk up and I'm going to grab the wheel and rotate it. And it snaps and breaks and falls off. My hand? The wheel? No, the or? wheel. <laughs> oh, okay. The wheel, it's an ancient puzzle, and it is not made very well, and it just snaps, and you see like a couple of poles and like some locking mechanisms and like a gear there, okay. and the, the actual golden part has just fallen off onto the ground in front of you. Uh, this is awkward. Um, can we just open the door? It's locked, but you can try to open it some other way. I'm going to try and put the wheel back up. I don't know what they're going to do in the meantime. It's a wooden door. I got nothing. Think outside the bun. A sacred flame it. I can pick up the torch off the ground and try to burn the door down. Do you want to do that? You should do that while I'm putting the wheel back up. Do that, do that, do that, do that. Setting something on fire in a room that we're, you know, inside of with dead people seems real unsafe. Yeah, the fire will come. It'll get the dead people first because they can't run as fast as us. And then it'll come for us. But we'll be out of here by then. Do you do that? Sure. 
All right, you light the door on fire. It slowly sits there crackling. I guess you could warm your hands in front of it for a while. Does it last for about 30 minutes or an hour or whatever a long rest is? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I might have to roll some checks. No, I'm joking. But yeah, you can have, if the door sits on fire for a while, if you keep relighting it, eventually the wood will weaken and you can like knock it down. I can help the fire along with with a couple sacred flames. Okay, then yeah, in like the course of a few minutes, you're able to get the wood burning and you are able to open the door. And then I want to slap, I want to slap Emeril on the back again and give him whatever the resistance was again, because that's worn off by now. Sounds like a plan. Well, thank you. You did a good job back there, guy. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm going to say the whole time they were doing that, I was just trying to put the wheel back together. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the door is now open. You go inside the hallway and there are about 10 steps up into a very large room that looks actually quite opulent. It is an ancient hall with library-like shelves lining the walls to each side. There are two large ornate tapestries hanging behind the throne. There is a throne in between the two of them with an old man sitting at it wearing a crown with wisps of white hair coming out underneath it. Each side wall is a double library, like with two floors, and there are ladders going up to the second floor. There are five very large chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, all lit with oil lamps. And around this room, there are all kinds of different tables and stations set up with like potions and spell components and tools. It looks like they're doing some sort of like arcane work in here. Diamond in the rough. (laughs) When we get in here, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say to the hand, um, it, where's, where's the book at in here? Oh, and the hand floats all the way up, and on a table next to the throne, there is a book, and it starts pointing at the book. I- I'm also going to say, is-, is that you? I'm going to point at the-, the man on the throne. Oh. And then the man looks up at you and just says, welcome, welcome. The living should not be in a tomb. God? <laughs> I love the consistency. <laughs> Some say I am a god. Awesome. And I go, can I walk forward and kneel before him? Okay. I guess 20 feet away is like a respectful distance. Down on 20 to 15 feet away, then I kneel. Why have you come here, my subject? I have not had visitors in maybe more than 100 years. I wanted to kill something and I killed it. Well, I didn't kill it. I helped kill something and now I feel great. And they, they, they have a book they want. The book? What book? Well, Egon Egon should know what the book is called. I don't really I didn't write down what the name of the book was, but we're supposed to come into King Zedemore's crypt. I'm assuming that's your this is your place? This is yes, I am King Zedemore. Oh, it's a it's a great place. I mean, uh probably could use a little more light, but more things to kill? More thing too many dead things. Uh we were sent here to pick up a, a book uh from 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 here, but it's, uh, it kind of has been a little bit further in than we thought. The book is the only thing keeping me alive. You cannot have it. Oh. Oh. What, what, if, I, what if I said please? I would refuse politely. Wait. Does the book oh. have to be here for you to be alive? Yes. Oh. And uh, you, when you had said Egon before you turn around and you do not see Egon, but there is a woman wearing black robes standing behind you guys at the entrance. God? Oh. I have this spell uh, called uh, Gentle Repose. I can keep you your corpse from rotting away. Um, I'm not so much worried about the rotting. 
It's the living that I want. <laughs> it's more of an inconvenience, really. <laughs> yes. Is there any way I could, like, make a copy of your book? Uh, if you'd like to stay, you could never leave, but you can stay and you can learn from the book. Oh, I was as long say- as you help me prolong my life. Absolutely, I'd love to. <laughs> do, do you want to try and, and, and uh, requote uh, Hotel California, though? Like, you almost got the line. <laughs> I really fucking hate that song. <laughs> and I would very much like to leave the hotel. <laughs> Vox's prom, like, has an offer to hang out in the crypt and just hang out with a bunch of dead things. So the woman behind you, when you, Sarah, asked her if she was God, just like politely bowed to you and said, no, I am not God. I'm just here to help the king and see if we can finally beat this death thing. Oh, I'm all about that. Oh, okay. I stand back up. I'm done kneeling. I've shown my respect. So I I do have a quick question. Like, what is in the book? It's the book is the book of the undying. It shows you how to live forever. Really? Oh my god, like, I've been, I've been doing a lot of research on this stuff, and, like, I have a whole bunch of notes here, but I'm not quite there, like, as a necromancer. I need a couple more levels, but I, like, check this out. I'm gonna cast, is it False Life? Emerald, I think you're our only hope here. What are you going to do in this situation? Emerald has no idea, to be totally honest. Um, I've been trying, like, I, that's why I've been quiet, because I've been trying <laughs> to figure out what I would do. Oh, can they, can they help your eye? You can help my eye? No, can they help your eye? It's their place. I would love... Hey, there's something in my eye. Can you help with that? Oh, (laughs) there are many horrors down here. I don't think I can help with your eye, but just... There's a horror in my eye? Try not to think about it so much. Stop touching it and it it won't be so, like, irritated. Lady, what what is this death thing you're trying to deal with? Maybe we can help. Um, death? Do you know it? Well, I mean, it's not my god, but it's, uh, you know, he's not a bad guy. I'm not dealing with the god. I'm just trying not to die. See, my people need me. Mm, well, that's kind You're- of the opposite of what I do, but is there a way we can do that? Is, is there a way we can do that without the book? No, the book is mine. That is why we are here. Well, that's also why we're here. Yeah, you said your people need you. Your people don't know that you're alive. Oh, but they will need me. I am the one true king. Oh, okay, guys. One day they will need me. I gotta kill something, so I'm kind of good. If we just want to go back, take care of your eye, and just uh, tell them that we can't, we can't take the book from these people. They're, people need them. No, I can make a copy of the book, and then, and then we're fine. He said you could never leave. Well, no, we can't leave with the book. No, he said you could copy it and never leave. You cannot leave if you copy the book. Oh, you can stay well, and learn from the book. Well, like, let's sh- we can all just, like, find a new place to stay. Like, I'm, there's, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of jobs that you guys can get. We'll just take the book. It'll come with us. And, like, you just got to be with the book, right? <sighs> and you <laughs> hear the, the necromancer <laughs> woman says, I grow tired of these fools. Shall I remove them for you, my king? Now, hold on a minute. I thought we were getting to a good compromise here where you guys get to live and we just, you know, I I don't see the need. I don't care about the book. I cared about killing things. I got to help kill something. So I'm kind of good. I don't necessarily need the book. 
he just wants to look at the book so he can stay down here as long as he wants. And then we really need to get your eye checked out if it's a real thing. So I don't If it's a real thing, yes, it's a real thing. Like I said. I've been telling you this whole time. Yeah, and everyone has I wanted has to go their... forever ago. Your left eye goes dark. <laughs> <laughs> so can I only have dark vision out to 30 feet now? <laughs> <laughs> it's just not in 3D anymore. I can't see out of my eyeball. Someone, I need help. I told you not to touch it. It's probably infected you now. Shut up. There's something in my eye. He called it a horror. What the fuck? So while you're talking, you hear from the room behind you a lot of movement. Oh, good. Like a lot of movement. Yay. Is that what I think it is? Did you bring them back to life? I did. That's so cool. So you now see maybe like 120 corpses all standing, waiting at attention in the room behind you. I knew I was going to die some stupid way. No, 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 no. this stupid thing. It's fine. We'll just say we're, we're, we're not going to get the book. We're just going to leave. And then we're going to tell other people they can't come down here. I, at the end of the day, I'm a healer. I'm a healer. I'm not a fighter at the end of the day. But they told me they would hurt me. They would do something to probably a loved one. Probably my mom. Then you just then we just take you to a temple and then you just never go back and I tell him you died. You see, the king gives a like a, a look at the necromancer, and you know, just kind of one of those looks, very knowing look, and I, the corpses start <laughs> to advance. I want I want you to say, or I want to say, I thought you were talking about me <laughs> when you're talking about the the woman behind us, but Vox is going to see him like give like a nod or whatnot. He's like. He's, he's talking to me. He's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> and he notices that, and then he looks at you and gives you a wink. Wink? <laughs> yeah, look, I, do, I don't see what the problem is. You know, we, we don't have to take the book. I get you. Know, look, Emerald, we get, you, we get you healed up, and then I just tell them you died, and you just don't go back, right? And then it's not a problem. And then, Voxel, if you want to stay and look at the book, you stay and look at the book, man. It's not a big deal to eat his own. And then... You know, I gotta kill something, so I'm good. It doesn't look like we're gonna get that option. We I... cannot let you leave. You will tell people about the book. <sighs> this is our book. We cannot trust you. This is the the only way. The king is the How only did thing that matters. other people figure out about the book? People already knew about the book. It's Yeah. yeah. Dude, How, why were we out. sitting here? If that any, doesn't mean we're gonna let you leave. If anything, I just tell them that the book that the book wasn't down here. I guess we'll have to just set up better traps. Can I try to persuade them? Sure. These people have been down here for like a hundred years. Yeah, but I'm crazy. I'm going to try to reason with the dead people. Sure, you can roll to try to persuade. Uh, Go for it. Just before I try to kill them. That's an 18. Well, I actually rolled better than you. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't I really expecting did roll. To, succeed, to succeed. Well, you rolled Bekadek, really well. Bekadek was honestly thinking they were making a decent argument. I mean, you do have a decent argument. Yeah. It's just, in the end, these people have been down here for 100 years. They're not going to let anyone leave. And that period. makes a whole lot more sense. Like, literally, yeah. the sign outside said, the living do not enter. Yeah, that makes that also makes a whole what lot of What sign? Sense. Did I forget to mention the sign? Yeah, there was no <laughs> sign. So now I think all this is wrong. This is bullshit. You just sent us down here to all die. Thank you. I'm giving up. It's fine. It's done. Someone else said that the living should not be here. Yeah. Also. We've been told multiple times that we're not where we should be. <laughs> that we're disturbing the dead and Oh, all yeah. That. He, when you entered, he said the living should not be in the tomb. Yeah. 
So Alex is on covered in a to little bit of ivy. Awesome. That's exactly what he wanted. All right. Fine. I'll just stab myself to death and here, I'll let you have your win. Bye. So you have about 120 corpses slowly walking into this room, but you have the king sitting on the throne, the necromancer who is going around the side, like over towards the king. Each side has library two floors, right? So there's a ladder up to the second floor and there's two floors of books. And there are five chandeliers hanging with oil lamps on them, as, lo- as well as two tapestries in the back. These are zombies. You can do this. Are we rolling initiative? Yes. With 14 hit points. Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> I'm just imagining Emerald just throwing his hands up. Fuck it. I'm out of here. Just he I've, starts no, walking towards the corpses. Seriously, I've already considered, like, I'm just going to kill myself and just be done. <laughs> You ready for my initiative? Yeah. 12. Got a 15. Hell yeah. I've got an 18. First up is the king, and he just says, I thank you for coming and showing your reverence, but now you must stay and join my army. That's his turn. Or who's that? Who's, who's oh, next? Oh, Fox. Okay. Um, listen, I, I thank you for the offer, um, but it's going to be hard for me to do any more research on the living dead if I'm no longer living. Uh, so I'm going to climb the ladder. Okay. How, oh, sorry, okay. Right. Give me, you give have me successfully th- climbed a ladder. Give me, give me the lay of the land again. You said there's ladders. There's uh, he's on the throne. There's a book on the, um, on the pedestal next to him. How far away is like the, the second like upper area? So to each side, like 20 feet away, there are ladders that you can climb up to get onto the second story where there are like there's a giant wall of books. And then there's a second like there's a platform with a second wall of books up there. Like have you ever seen one of those double decker libraries. Yeah. Where they have the upper floor so you can go up there and make it easily. Okay. Um, So I'm just going to slowly climb up this ladder. I'm going to tell um, Becca Deck and uh, Emmer like. Guys, come on. There's got to be a like a copy of this book up here. Okay. I mean, you can we'll just say your movement gets you up the the ladder. So you can yeah. do something else. I, I climb up the ladder and I cast mage hand. To do what? I'm going to grab the book. Oh, from the downstairs? Yeah, sure. Yes. You could do that. Yeah. You you grab was, the book. Yeah. So I pick up the book and I pull it up to me and I'm I'm flipping through it like waiting for them to hop up here. Okay. So, uh next up is Emerald. I guess I'll go up the ladder as well. And what would you like to do? I would like to get on top of the railing when I'm mm-hmm. up on the second floor and try to flip over to one of the chandeliers. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Do an acrobatics check. 18. You make it easily. You're hanging from a chandelier. There are five of them. So this is the one that is uh, the closest to the door on the side of the library that you're on. They're okay, like five no. evenly spaced like a dice. Just kind of because I have to, I will now start making the chandelier swing all the while going, ah, what a swing from a chandelier. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. you were going to say, like, I came in like a wrecking ball or something. No, no I'm on a chandelier. I obviously, I'm clearly going to see ya. Because what I really want to do is grip tightly to the, well, is it a rope or a chain that's uh, chain. keeping it up? So I would either like this thing to fall to the ground so that way all the oil inside of it can start to burn and burn 
the the things on the ground or I guess pour it out and then I can drop a candle next turn or something. Okay. Uh, like I don't which know. One do you want to try to do? If you tried to like dump out all of the little oil lamps because there's like fifty of them on this thing, it would take a while. Right. If you want to try to knock it down, you could do that, but you just probably don't want to be on it when you do it. Right. Hmm. But I. I I guess I don't know how I would make it fall down. If, if you hit it really hard with a sword, it will fall. Well, right. And maybe you could jump hoping, to the other one. Right. I was hoping to hold on tight. Like, I was hoping it was a rope or something like that. I could just, like, Oh, well, you really could quick. hold on to the chain above and cut it below. Yeah, you just have to, like, whack it really good. It might take a couple hits. I mean, I guess We'll say I'll that the it. chain has 10 HP. Okay. I'd have to roll max damage. But that's well, fine. you get two hits in a turn, right? Well, the other one's a punch. <laughs> Yeah, punch the punch chain. Punch that chain. Punch the chain. <laughs> All right. I mean, fine. Then I'll do that. I'm gonna hold on okay. tightly. I'm gonna mm-hmm. secure my grip and then try to like as low as I can hit the the chain. All right. You do that. Okay. Do I need to roll to hit? Yes. How about a twenty-five? That hits. Okay. <gasps> I roll max damage. I get it. Nice. Okay. So in one swing, you chop straight through this old rusty chain and the chandelier comes crashing to the ground and on its way down, it manages to pin down or knock down 17 zombies and oil goes everywhere. Does it light yet? Is it on uh, yeah, we'll wait a bit. It, okay, like, cool. It's starting to light because there All was right. fire on it. So, Well, that's yeah. pretty much my turn then. Okay. Uh, she's, the necromancer yells... You monster! Those are my babies! And next up is Beckadeck. Oh, really? Um, can I climb up with Voxel? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that happened before you got up. Roll a dexterity saving throw. I mean, I guess technically if I would have realized she was down there, I wouldn't have done that, but fine, whatever. I yeah, 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 whatever. You're right, it's, you're right. You would not have done the one. I rolled an 18 anyway. You're fine. You so, get out of the way, you get up there, it's no, all good. It's, okay, so... Be funny again. if you killed her, though. Yeah. Again. <laughs> I want to cast spiritual weapon again. Okay. And I want I want to hit the book. Good idea, Voxel. And I want to hit the book with the with the spiritual with weapon. The spiritual weapon. What? Okay. Uh, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> we'll make contested checks. You do okay. a dex, and she'll do uh whatever her attack, attack is. Yeah. Yeah. Dex save. Okay. So that's a twenty-one. <laughs> uh, I only got a fourteen. My book. Okay, so you smack the book out of his hand and you crush it. The The book is literally, it's the book of the undying. It is like a living, breathing book. Yeah. It looks like it's made of flesh and it's like aspirating. Yeah. And so you smack it. It does not look like it dies or anything, but you do hit the book really hard. Can I do damage to it? Yeah. So that's five force damage. And then I want to, so that's my bonus action. Mm-hmm. For my action, I want to take my Warhammer, and I want to hit it again. Okay. You succeed. Now that the book is just sitting on the floor, you can roll with advantage. Maybe you'll crit. That's a 13 to hit? It's a book. (laughs) Hey. I would give it an AC of like three. So that's five more bludgeoning. Okay. You definitely hurt the book. It actually starts bleeding. Good good idea, Voxel. If we kill the book, we win. No! We want to save the book. We have to take the book back with us. Everybody wants the book. If we get rid of the book, nobody can have the book. Nobody wins. Nobody loses. We have one mission. <laughs> okay. So next up is the necromancer, and she looks up at you and says, 
Why are you attacking the book? What the book of all things? The book. I I point to Box when I say he picked it up. I want it back, of course, but it doesn't matter anyway. And she is going to cast a spell on you. We're gonna do that- enemies abound. I've never seen this spell before, but I like the name of it. This is how Beckadek dies. Roll an intelligence saving throw. Is this against being charmed or paralyzed? It's necromancy, but it does seem like a charm, but it says it's necromancy. Okay. I got to roll really well. 13. You got a 13? So you fail. Cool. You lose the ability to distinguish friend from foe, and all creatures you see are enemies until the spell ends, which is one minute. Nice. If you take damage, you can repeat the saving throw. Cool. Uh, And you have to choose a creature at random to attack on your turns. Okay, the zombies are up next. They are going to, all of them come over to the side by you where the ladder is, and they're going to start, like, piling up. World War Z it. World War Z it, and one of them is getting pushed up, like, towards the ladder and is almost to the top, but he's not going to make it on this turn, but you could reach it if you wanted to attack it. Okay. So that is that person's turn. The king's turn is up next, and he's just going, why are you taking the book from me? Do you want my people to suffer? He doesn't do anything else, Box. No, but like, if I can just learn a little bit more, I can bring everyone back. I'm already back. <laughs> In black. I hit the sack. Burning it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm going to uh, use Mage Hand to pick the book up. And bring it to me really quick. Does that count as an action? Or no, you already action? had Mage Hand out, so we'll just okay. say that's your movement. Okay, I don't so care. I'm, yeah, I'll do that as my movement, and then I will cast another spell. I think I'll do... Oh, uh, I'm going to do Thunder Wave in the middle of that body pile. <laughs> oh, like aiming it down. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. Yeah, yeah it's 15, 15 foot cube for me. Okay. You could run to the railing and push, like, hand down. It's fine. You're right at the top of the railing anyway. So I'm going to pick up the book and stroll over to where the bodies are piling up and then just reach over and then cast Thunder Wave on all these dudes. It's a con save. Mm -hmm. You ready to roll like 40 con saves? (laughs) I just rolled a bunch of them. About half of them succeed. Okay. uh, So I'm going to do 2d8 and the people that did not save are pushed back. Well, either way, the entire pile falls because half of them fall, which like messes the pile up. It's like a pyramid. So if some of them fall, then all of them fall. Okay, so I'll cast Thunder Wave. Uh, Here we go with damage. That is a six damage. Total? Yeah, two D8s. I got a six. All right, well, you hurt them. Hey, that's progress, right? But none of them died from it. Okay, I've got the book in my arms. I just cast Thunder Wave. That's the end of my turn. Okay, the fire has gotten bigger. It is now Emerald's turn. The fire is actually spreading, and some of them are being caught on fire. Is there a um, a chandelier that I could jump to that is near the the um, the ladder that would take out a bunch of those zombies? The one below? you already did is the closest one to the ladder. Okay, you could try to go for. There's one above the king, and there is actually one above the. Uh, necromancer as well yeah let then i'll flippy flippity flop over to that one which one the third separate one okay I go ahead I do acrobatics. Do yes i'm gonna laugh when you like break your neck on this thing 16 yeah you're good you nail it uh with the, 
Then I guess now I'll try to attack the chain again. Okay. A 20, not, not natural. That'll hit a chain. Right. (laughs) The chain dodges. I did max damage again. (laughs) All right. I got a six. Chain goes down. The necromancer rolled a four on her deck save, so she doesn't notice and just gets smashed by this thing and is covered in oil. And she's going to take, let's say, 3d10 damage. Can you roll that, Adam? Oh, my God. That poor girl. 26? Oh. I got a 9, a 9, and an 8. Is that math right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Hang on. I'm sorry. That was a 6, not a 9. So it's a 9, a 6, and an 8. So really 23. sorry. 23. Yeah. That's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah. And she's covered in oil, and there's a fire starting around her. So yeah. not good. Poor, poor necromancer. Okay, next up is Beckadet. Um, so I gotta attack randomly, right? Oh yes. Roll a D6. We'll say Necromancer, King, Zombies, Emerald, Vox, and then the, the book. book will be six. Yay! I like that you keep the book in the rotation for me. Two. It's your enemy. At the Vox, right? No, no, it was what the fuck did I say? Necromancer King, right? Yeah. So the king is two. So you attack the king. How far away from me is he? 30 feet. Mm, So I can't get my spiritual weapon there. I guess you can do two different attacks then. But I can't get my spiritual weapon. I can only move it 20 feet. Well, we'll just say that that's not what it's attacking because it can't get there. Okay. So do your action first. I want to use dissonant whispers on him. Okay. Um, He needs to do a wisdom saving throw. I believe at disadvantage. Why? Wisdom saving throws by both target and character are done at disadvantage. All right. Well, he fails. Yay. Are you sure? It was a 10. He takes 3d6 psychic damage. The king's not looking too strong. That's 12 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from me. Okay. You see him get up shakily and start hobbling away from you like he's very infirm. Yeah, it doesn't move to dangerous ground such as fire. Okay, he does not go in the fire. Yep. But he looks pretty hurt because he's a very weak old man. Cool. Okay, next up is going to be the spiritual weapon, right? So roll a d6 again. Cool. Well, but it can't get it can't get very far. So yeah, just roll it's... it again and we'll waste its turn if it's too far. Four. Four. That was Emerald. Is Emerald within 20 feet of it? Uh, No, probably not, because he's okay. way over on the other chandelier on the opposite corner. Then we can say that I move it 20 feet towards him. Yes. So now it's yeah. like in the center by the middle chandelier. Yeah. All right. Cool. Necromancer's turn. Don't attack the king. What are you doing? <laughs> he's an old man. He's like 200 years old. Well, sometimes you got to spin the dice, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot who she's talking to. She's going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on Adam, who's hanging from a rope from Ch- uh, Emerald. Oh, she, she'd target me over the person that's attacking the king. That seems interesting to me. You just I'm dropped just a chandelier on her head, and she's right, on but, fire. But I mean, but somebody else is attacking the king. I'm just, you know, just pointing this out. Her one and only goal in life is she to protect like the king. She didn't like that little glint in your eye. Yeah, and she <laughs> is attacking me. I gotcha. Go ahead and roll your wisdom saving throw. You have to beat a 15. Hmm. Well, my 10's not good enough. Okay. The chandelier is about 25 feet up, so we're going to roll 2d6 falling damage. Ken, hold on. I have a hot take. 
you're incapacitated, so you can't do your magical like landing shit. Slow I'm fall. incapacitated. That's Tasha's. It makes says you, you fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up. Fine. If it makes you feel better, you're taking three damage That's from fine. the fall. I mean, no, it doesn't. I have, that means I have eleven health. <laughs> Tell me odds are even. Even. It was a natural one for odds. So you fall onto the chandelier and get mildly impaled. How much more damage do I take? Seven more 11? damage. Yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. And you are also coated in oil, and there's a fire around you. Cool. All right, let's see how the flip wizard gets out of this one. <laughs> yeah. I'll just there are also about 75 remaining zombies on the <laughs> ground, but they're not very close to you. Adam makes the sacrifice play and running through the fire and just running into all the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up is the zombies. A third of them will go towards Emerald, but they will not be able to get there because zombies are slow. And they also walk through the fire on their way over to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Um, Atasha's hideous laughter says at the end of each of its turns and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. Okay, go ahead and do that. <laughs> you can make two. Oh, three, I suppose. Damn right I can. Well, good job, Adam. That was a 14. Almost. So close. We won't talk about that one I just got. (laughs) I got a 15. You pass. Great job. So you are no longer laughing hysterically while dying. Yay! Okay. And next person's turn is the king, who is going to continue to run and cower behind a chair over in the corner. Vox, it is your turn. So the, the zombies are not piling up. No, they they are starting to pile up again, but they haven't gotten far at all. Okay, um, how about this? I'm going to cast Mold Earth underneath Adam to make it a platform he can stand on that's five cubic five cubic feet tall, so he can get out of there a little bit easier. Yeah, I can flip. I can flip it. flop it wherever I want. Raise him above the fire a little bit. Yeah. Oh, there's that too. Just to cook him. I, I'm trying to lift him up so that he can at least jump out because I don't think he's going to be able to vertically jump up and over a ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring All right, you lift him up five feet, and he seems to be a bit out of the way. Like, you could, you're less easily eaten by zombies now that you're head height with them. I'm going to say, you're welcome. Emerald, let's see what you got. You are relatively close to the other side balcony now. Right. Or And you're more or less above the necromancer and relatively close to the king, and there are zombies coming toward you. If I were to if I were to flip up to the other balcony, would it a take my action and and would I be able to like have a line of sight on the king? You are the flip wizard, so you can get up there. Well, no, I mean, but no so won't be my action. Okay, nope. Would I be able to see the king from the that balcony? Uh, he'd be in cover. He's hiding behind a chair. He's in a corner behind a chair. Then I will just I think flip to the balcony. And, I mean, from your understanding of the situation, she is the one controlling the dead, not Right. Him. No, I know, but I'll flip to the balcony, and then I'll just throw one of my darts at her. Hell yeah. Okay. Do, I get, do you need me to roll? Sorry. Oh, roll acrobatics, yes. Okay. Oh, wow, it's going to be hilarious when you die. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Ooh, a 13? You're not going to die. You don't get all the way up, though. You're hanging on to the wall. You're 10 feet up now, like hanging on to the, the railing. Can I catch him? I know it's not my turn, but... He's on the other side. 
Yeah, I'm oh, on the okay. other one. I'm not on your Okay, end. gotcha. I thought that you plus, were coming back towards me. Plus, totally, at, like, I don't know it, but I don't want to be anywhere near her. She'd kill me. <laughs> but I'm talking about her. I mean, Beeble, Beeble Bop and Dorp. <laughs> oh, yeah, she would. You don't know that. She, right, no, no. Emerald has no clue. Adam does, and Adam yeah. doesn't necessarily. But also, like, the balcony makes the most sense. The far yeah. balcony makes the most sense for me. It wasn't a metagame thing. Anyway. I, then I don't think I'm gonna throw anything because I'm kind of hanging on. So. Okay. Yeah, it is oily too. So you, if you use your then your action to dash, you can climb up. You know what? Yeah, I'll probably do that. That would be okay. So you do get up. You could use a key point to dash though too, right? Yeah, but I'm not going to. All right. So you climb up. You're good. It's Beckadet's turn. I have to take damage in order to re-roll the save. Yes. Cool. Okay. So I'm gonna roll my d6 first for my action. I rolled a one. That's Necromancer, right? Yeah, the Necromancer. Can I get within 30 feet of her? Yes. She's probably about 30 feet away if you get up to the railing, like if you just move down towards the back of the room more. Then I want to channel Divinity. Okay. Touch of Madness. Because I'm not going to be able to melee her. All right. Um, She needs to make a Wisdom save. She did not do super well. What did she get? An 11. Nope, doesn't. She's afflicted with a short-term madness from the short-term madness table. Okay, I got a four. So she turns, she becomes paralyzed, and the effect ends if she takes any damage. Cool. Then and it lasts we... 1d10 minutes, which is six minutes. Yay. Hmm. So, so she... she is paralyzed for six minutes. She just stops, and then I got to roll for my bonus action spiritual weapon that's still up. Let's see Which that. is hovering very conveniently in the middle of the room. In the middle of the room, a three. Which was the zombies. zombies. So I'm just going to roll against a random zombie. Correct. Closest zombie. 20 non-nat to hit. <laughs> its armor class is eight. <laughs> Spoiler alert. For three force damage. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm it... not going to write that down at all. Can we it do explodes. highs and lows to see if it's one of the ones that... Took the thunder damage? Sure. There's also a bunch on fire. Yeah. What do you want, highs or lows? I want highs. It was three. Okay. So an undamaged zombie is now damaged. You're welcome, guys. Good job, Beckadeck. Beckadeck, just That's what Beckadeck says. You are the stormtroopers mean. I'm doing my part. (laughs) So far, I haven't attacked you guys that you know of. So it's just like, she's just still helping. Yep, yeah, no, we're good. The necromancer's turn, so very good timing. She is paralyzed and does nothing. It's the zombos' turn. They are going to start climbing up both sides. They will not get to the top of the side with Emerald yet, but they will reach the top, and we'll say one zombie gets to the top right now on the side with Vox, and it's going to take a swing at you, and it rolled a 23. Uh, yeah, that hits. You take seven damage. It just... It rolled a 19 and a max damage. All right. Oof. Ow. All right. Uh, It just goes up and like claws you in the face. It is next person's turn is the king. He will hide even more. It is now Vox's turn. Shit. So it came up and swiped me. Um, I'm going to notice that the necromancer is standing still. Can I get away from uh, this creature that swiped me? Uh, Swiped right, I guess. Uh, I mean, it will get an opportunity attack on you, but it's a shitty zombie, so you make that call. Mm, I just feel like I'm, I want to do too much on my... You know what? You could just stand there with it attacking you while you do magic. Nah, 
I'm taking out the scythe. I'm All swiping right. at this thing. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so let me roll to attack. That's an 18 minus 1. 17. Nails it. Okay, and I do 1d10 minus 10. Or minus 1. <laughs> 1d10, A 1D10 minus, minus 10. My D10 says zero, so I'm assuming that's a 10 for max damage. Yep. Minus one would be nine slashing damage. All right. You take this zombie straight out because it was one of the thunderstruck ones. Let's see if it can survive. <laughs> it dies. DC is five plus the damage. So it was 14 was the DC, and I rolled a 13. Ooh. So then you get point. You get health. Vo- no, uh, I, it's when I kill it with a spell. Oh. Well, you I, kill this zombie, you chop its head off. Cool. I want to catch its head as it <laughs> as it falls down. <laughs> you successfully do with Mage yes. Hand. Yes. Next up is Emerald. So I've got this like cloth shirt on my head still. I'm untying it. Mm-hmm. You hear dripping from the ceiling. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to try and get as much of the oil off of my hands quickly as mm-hmm. I can. And then I'm going to try to jump to the nearest chandelier. Okay, you, if you run down a little bit, you can jump onto the like the near side one. You took down the back side one. Okay, on I will the opposite do that side. Then. All right, so you do that. Do an acrobatics check again. Twenty-three. Uh, you do it with style. Yeah, I do. Okay, you have plenty of time to try to cut it down if you would like. You are above a good portion of the zombies currently. Okay, I didn't get max damage. I got seven this time. So then I will also do my unarmed strike. Punch it! (laughs) Punch the chain! I don't know how this is working. I'm holding on tightly with one arm, and I slash at it, and then I guess I... Your legs are wrapped around it. Oh, there you go. Yep, I got really strong legs. Thank you. Wait a minute, that wouldn't work, because you'd have to punch below your legs then. You're upside down. It works. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Ooh, I like upside down, though. That's fun. So that would be an 18 to hit. Hits. Oh, come on. Roll a three. Roll a three. You just need to do higher half here. I need three damage. Yeah. Two. Two. (laughs) You punch it really hard and it hurts your hand and it doesn't fall. Uh, Okay. You could use a key point to flurry of blows. No. Never with those spell slots. That's not that important. I'm not in any super danger right now. Alrighty. I don't know. It Becca depends dead. on what I roll next. It's gonna roll action first. I'm I uh did uh Emerald again. You're gonna die. Does she have to does she have to do damage to me or can she do like something weak or something stupid? Like does she have that much agency? Oh no, she thinks you're an enemy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. I'm gonna sacred flame you. Make a wisdom saving throw? Dex. A de- oh, okay. Sure. I just gotta roll a six or higher. <laughs> I got a 16. That beats my Ooh. 12. Nice. So all of a sudden some fire just like around me and I'm like, what the f-? Yeah, to, Well, it's... What the heck? Yeah. To the to your knowledge, I could just be trying to help you break the thing down. Right. You no, right. I'm, I'm aiming at you. Right. Sarah? So, I'm, yeah. I'm evens or odds? Odds. It's evens. Yeah. I figured. <laughs> it was a natural 20. The last two evens and odds I did were a one and a 20. It's weird. All right. But yeah, I could just be trying to help you knock the thing down. Um, And then I need to roll for my spiritual weapon. Correct. That's going to try to hit Voxel. So I bring it back <laughs> 20 feet to him. That's an 11 to hit. Uh, nope. Nice. Wow. 14. 
To the best of your knowledge, I'm just trying for the book again. Okay. So that's Beckett's random weird turn. Next yep. up is the necromancer, who is oh, paralyzed. Petrified. I, I go, Because oh, nobody attacked the paralyzed necromancer. I didn't roll to. <laughs> I would have. I would have, but I had a zombie on me, and it had to look well, cool. zombies are up. So now the zombies advance. They climb up. Five of them on each side are now up to the top with you. Okay. We'll say there's 45 zombies left, but they have piled up these ladders, and there's five on each side that have gotten to the top. Okay. Only two of them are going to get an attack each on you because that's all they can fit, like, across. Are there any coming at me? Because I'm also up there with him. I'm just at the other end. They would go to whoever's first, and he's closest because he went over to kill the zombie. So okay. the attack on Emerald is a, an 18 and a 5. Wait, whoa, whoa Isn't Adam on, on a huh? chandelier? Yeah, I'm on a oh. chandelier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're nobody right. Nobody can hit me. Nice try. Well, I mean, I could, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll say that the five that come up, the five don't go up the other side. No, they still do because they think he's up there. They don't know they're fucking zombies. So there's five of them on that side, and there's five on the side with Vox. They rolled a one and a five to hit you, so I'm assuming Uh-oh. that doesn't hit no matter what I add. Right, you're correct. One kill a friend. Uh, Yeah, sure. <laughs> and he gives him two damage, and he's fine. Cool. All right, zombies are done. King's turn. The king says, hey, just guys, like, leave. Leave the book. Leave. All I heard was leave with the book. You got it. And next up is Vox. That's what we fucking tried to do. Yeah, but now he's losing. And he doesn't realize the back of deck is just insane right now. My turn? Oh, I wonder if yeah, that's Bach. concentration. Yep. Oh, I apologize, Beckadette. I actually, it's actually been working in our favor, so I'm not mad. It hasn't been bad. Okay, I'm Does sorry. she hold concentration? When she's paralyzed, I'm going to say no. No, yeah. Okay. I assume when you're paralyzed, you can't concentrate. Uh, but it is Vox's turn either way. I'm going to take aim with my longbow at the necromancer. Oh, God, why? Go ahead. You have advantage. Okay. Why? 18 plus 3 is 21 to hit. It definitely hits. Okay. But did she roll concentration for having a chandelier dropped on her for 23? Yeah, I'm going to do that now. <laughs> she rolled a 1. Yay! So a long time ago, you weren't crazy. But You've it, just been cr- Beckedex, residual crazy. But it plays into the fact that Beckadex's crazy. So We'll just say she rolled the one for Vox's damage here. That's it's fine. fine. Uh, What'd you five get? Plus, five plus one is six damage. Six damage. Okay. And she rolled a one on her concentration check. So the spell, uh, Beckadex's <laughs> enemy spell, whatever it was, is gone. Beckadex goes, <sighs> and shakes, shakes it off. Yes. <laughs> Just in time, Emerald's turn. Beckadette's on Decadec. Are there still a decent portion of zombies underneath of my chandelier? Yeah. Or do they move? There's like half of the herd is under you. I'll attack the chandelier again. Okay. That's an eight? Uh, you missed. You just okay. glance your sword off of the side. You take like a weird swing. You can do your bonus action, right? Yeah, I guess I can. You only need to do one damage. Again. Just don't miss. I know. An 11? It hits... You needed a 10. Okay. Yeah. I got a four. Okay, the chandelier falls, crushing a good number of zombies, and now the almost the entirety of the floor is on fire. The necromancer is on fire. She's going to take damage on her turn, and the king is in the corner, so he's safe, but like, there's a lot of fire in here. It's getting smoky. And the smoke is getting, it's getting smoky up at the top. Okay. 
a good number of zombies have died. There's probably like they're climbing the ladder individually and there's five on each side. So there's probably 15 total zombies left. Mm, okay. All right. Next up is Beckadette. Could I get my spiritual weapon to her? Yeah. That's crap. That's five. It does not hit. She messed with my head. And my head's already messed enough. I'm going to do guiding bolt on her. All right. Yeah. So I got to make a spell attack. 11. Misses. Yep. That's my turn. Pretty exciting turn there, Beckadette. <laughs> you'd be better off insane. Yeah, she's still shaking her head. She messed with my head, guys. She messed with my head. Be careful. All right. It is the necromancer's turn. She's going to take a D10 of fire damage. She takes a nine and she looks extra crispy and on death's door. If only either one of my attacks had hit. She's going to use Toll the Dead on Vox. No. Make a wisdom Poor saving Jason. throw. No. You just hit her with a now. bow. Uh, that is a 22. You crush it and pass easily. I rolled really high on damage, too. I'm sad. That's the end of her turn. The zombies are going to go. All right. Zombies will attack Vox and Beckadette. They'll have time to do that. Cool. Two on each again. Vox, they rolled a 13, so they miss him. They do roll a 14 against you, Beckadette. 16 armor class. 16. So all four zombies miss, and they just hang out next to you. Pretty lame zombies. The king is just cowering, and that actually makes it Vox's turn. I'm going to do Toll the Dead. On her? Yeah. I'm going to return the favor of Toll the Dead. Okay. You need to make a, or she needs to make a wisdom saving throw. She gets an 18. Yeah, that beats 14. Sad Vox. All right. Emerald. Well, I've been, uh, it's harder to see up here in the smoke. But I'm pretty sure she's not looking great, so I'm gonna I wanna throw one of my darts at her. Am I within twenty feet, you think, or no? Yeah, she's six foot tall, roughly. I bet a twelve doesn't hit, does it? <sighs> it does not. Her okay, armor well, class is thirteen. Sweet. That's my turn. Cool, Beckadette, it's your turn. Please kill the necromancer so that she doesn't die from fire. Spiritual weapon <laughs> Spiritual weapon first. Didn't hit with spiritual weapon. Oh my god. Sacred Flame next. She needs to make a dex saving throw. She rolled a four. Thank God. Okay. So 1d8 radiant. Oh, is it going to be close? Do enough. Four. You got her. Really? (laughs) How do you want to do this? She had two health. I thought you were going to blow it. Right? I do a one. Just jump up a little bit and go, it feels so good. So good. So good. Okay. Okay, <laughs> back at dead. Back at Deck's just very happy to have killed something. Back at Deck likes killing. The necromancer dies. All of the zombies fall. You okay, Adam? <laughs> yep, I'm great. Please, God, Alex, leave all of that in. I will for sure. So all the zombies fall. Necromancer's dead. You have the king remaining. And that is all of the al- the living people in this room that are not you. The fire is still going. Oh yes. Oh yes. Can we drop out of initiative or do we? You're out of initiative. Okay. I'm gonna be like, guys, let's. We need to go. Like, let's take the book and run. He'll die no matter what. Righty row. Catch I, me. <laughs> I mean, so I'll like. Can I like flip over chandeliers and try to get to the door to leave? Yes. Okay. Do sure. I need to roll acrobatics or? 
Yeah, it'd be hilarious if you fell and died. I didn't. I got a 22. Yeah, you're going to actually have to... There's no more chandeliers at the front, so you'll have to like jump onto the ledge and go over. Well, It'll I was be fine, just... though. Okay, whatever. Like yeah. The two front chandeliers are down, so you can't really get closer. Well, but I can hold on to the... The, the chains. Oh, the ropes. Yeah, yeah, you got that. Cool. Yeah. And we'll okay. say you slide down the wall awesomely, like okay, without cool. getting hurt. So I'm at the door waiting for them. I just so you, me. Um, you guys are in a burning library of arcane knowledge. There's a king still in here, and there's a huge fire. And you have the book, at least in your general possession. Well, uh, it's been nice knowing you. Um, sorry that we had to burn the whole library down for this one book. We, uh, This is all we needed. Thanks. And I'm going to uh, try and shimmy down from the top ledge with the book in hand. Okay. You can make it. We don't have to do any checks. Cool. There's fire mostly in the middle of the room or the left side, and you're on the right side. Yeah, I figured that I'd be able to get down somewhere where there's not fire, but that's what I'm going to do. Can so I, you're fine. Can I just randomly like look around to see if any books pique my interest real quick? Just like a random sure. glance. Do a perception check. Just see no. if anything like shines. Yeah, just, this library we're just saying like a random system? crazy fun time. So at disadvantage, that's 13. You see one book that like shines in the firelight and it glints and it, you just see the fire in like a silvery, shiny uh, bind on it. Cool. I want to grab it, put it in my bag as I run to meet them okay. at the door. Don't need to look at it. Just say, oh, shiny. And just grab it and yeah. put it in my bag. That's all I wanted. Just one book. It's Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's On Death and Dying. Awesome. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've definitely read that. I just, I, oh, shiny. Put it in my bag. Meet them at the door. Okay. Now the rest of you are all headed out of here, correct? I, yep. Can I slap uh, Emerald on the back again for uh, healing my last spell slot? You slap him on the back. To do a cure And wounds. he kind of like lurches forward and his eye falls out. Are you kidding me? It is black. And as you're looking at it, small tentacles start to come out of it and it just scurries away. But you gain eight HP back. <laughs> Feels like a fair trade. Hey, you didn't want that in your head to begin with. Did you want did you want the tentacle eyeball in your head still? Did, did no. you? No. Did you? We good. I'm not did happy about this. I told you there was something in my eye. Yeah, well, I got <laughs> it out. I'm a pretty good cleric. I want, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the other one. The idiot. Huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a pretty good cleric. We got the book. We're not dead. Let's go home. Yeah, let's go. Okay. So you can all make it out of this without any trouble. There's no more things in here to hurt you unless you just start grand grabbing random skulls and like talking to ghosts and stuff oh, up God, to you. No. But you just leave. Uh, we'll decide what you do with the book later because I'm assuming Vox will try to look at it. Yep. And that could be like an hour of him reading a book. Yeah, well, I'm walking and reading. Yeah, so you're reading the book on your way back. And if we do continue this at some point, we will catch up with what you do when you get back to the Priory. Yeah. Cool. And Vox, while you have the book, you can cast Animate Dead at will. Oh, my God. You'd have to read the book to like understand yeah, it. You yeah. can't do it at, that's, at this moment anyway. Don't worry, Voxel, because you want to Animate Dead? I like killing things. Good good team up. You, you help me kill things and... I kill, you let me kill things and then you can bring them back to life. I don't care as long as I get to kill them. 
Good, good team up. Emerald probably has a mom that he's really close to. What's her name? Emerelda. No. I'm trying to think of like... Uh... Famous female chefs? Yeah. I mean, well, the first... I was thinking like Italian names. The very first name that came Giada. to my mind was, was Giada. <laughs> no, what, yeah. what's her What's her face that hung out with Snoop Dogg? Oh, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> Your mother's no, name is Martha. God, no. No, no, no. <laughs> okay, we'll just, whatever. We'll go with Giada. That's what you know Martha Stewart from? Yeah, no. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't think. I couldn't think of her name, but I. I was like, I remember that picture of the one of these people is a convicted felon or whatever, or whatever. And the, the other is Snoop Dogg, and the other yeah. is Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I just. I was like, I cannot think of who it is. Yeah, to describe, but trading. I knew. Yeah. 